0: Three, two, one. Funding for Shea Frillas is provided by nobody today. There's no ads. This is Sardonicast. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam from Your Movie Sex. Who else?
1: I'm Ralph the Movie Maker. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm so used to Ralph going second. Uh, I'm uh, Alex from IHG, and you already kind of said who the guest was, but do you want to introduce yourself?
3: Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Schaefer Productions, also known as James, and uh, I'm here. I'm really excited to be here. You made it.
2: Hooray. Yay. Happy
3: 1 million. I did it. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. I got something very big uh, cooking in the oven oh. for like a million subscriber special, so it'll be a while before it's done, though. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of
0: late now. You have to wait for 2 million.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's very late, but still, um, <laughs> it's going to be... Really fun. Hopefully, tell
0: our listeners who are you and what do you do.
3: Uh, so I am a YouTuber and I do YouTube. Ew! And, but to uh, <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but to um, elaborate, <laughs> I make like videos about like movies, uh, TV shows, video games, musicals, just like all sorts of like things. Just like analysis videos and reviews, mm-hmm. that sort of thing.
0: Can you explain? what the deal is with your uh online persona image <laughs> yeah really.
3: it's um it's the crab from moana tamatoa yeah. and um i am very obsessed with him for some reason oh? I, I still don't fully know myself i just when i saw the movie <laughs> i just really liked that crab and i was just like i'm going to make my entire like online persona based around him mm. because i just <laughs> i don't know I figured nobody else would like I didn't I didn't see anybody else really talking about him that much So I was like, you know what? I need to spread some Tamatoa to the rest <laughs> of the world. So
2: It is a good scene. It's my favorite thing from that movie.
3: Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, I really like it
0: Would you would you say it's your spirit animal?
3: Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean got <laughs> literally yeah, I suppose <laughs> <laughs> What's
0: your favorite thing about being a youtuber <laughs>
3: Yeah, um, probably just the fact that I can, like, uh, make my own hours and, like, edit videos when I want, and, like, um, yeah, just have a lot of freedom in terms of, like, what I talk about and, like, what I do in, like, my day-to-day job, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just a really fun, like, creative sort of thing to do. Very true.
0: Are you ever worried if you're basing your online persona off of a Disney character are you ever worried that they might send, like, a cease and desist at some point?
3: Sometimes that thought has crossed my mind, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know. At this point, it's, like, too late to go back on it, I feel like. Hmm. YouTube
0: actually has, like, an editor. You could bl- probably blur out every frame if you really needed to. You don't have to <laughs> every, re-upload every it. If, if it really came down to that, you could just blur it out. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: every instance of Tamatoa in all of my
4: videos I, y- is if, just gone. If
0: that's what you had to do... <laughs> You could do yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I mean, if I had to, yeah, <laughs> it would take a while. Yeah. But yep, to appease the Disney overlords, I guess maybe. Yeah, someday I might have to. Who knows?
0: Wasn't wasn't trying to make you paranoid <laughs> or anything. I was just curious if you had a a plan or yeah. or <laughs> thought about that. That's that all good. That's, that's, that's my thought anyway. It's just like mm. yeah, I'm thinking about it because I have like a uh, on my Twitch channel. I have like a scar emote. I'm like, they'll probably. Mm. I'll probably notice someday. I don't know how big my Twitch yeah. channel will get, you know?
3: Or maybe <laughs> yeah, they love someday. it.
0: Maybe they love it. Yeah, and they love knows? the promotion.
3: <laughs> yeah. You're promoting Lanking, yeah. You never know. I'm promoting Moana. There we go. Uh, yeah. It's like, my avatar, like, I specifically, like, made that persona before I made, like, reviews. It was back when I was just, like, making, uh, YouTube poop videos on my channel. But it's like, I didn't really, um, Think about expanding to reviews, like at the time when I made Tomato and my whole brands. But like when I started doing it, I just kind of kept it up. And then if I had started as a review channel from the beginning, I probably would have made my own like original persona, mm. but it, it just kind of happened that Blama like blower. I just continued. Yeah. Blama blower <laughs> indeed. My original character,
2: Blonic. Blonic.
0: <laughs> Blonic. How
2: embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that takes me back.
0: I have some more questions, but Ralph and Alex, if you wanted to jump in, um, go for it.
2: I'm curious on your take on the current state of kind of Disney and Pixar, because a lot of your videos are based around that, and we tend to talk about that same topic a fair amount. Um, Yeah. Quite a critical lens, so I'm curious what your kind of broad take is on it.
3: Yeah, I've grown a lot more like cynical towards uh, Disney and Pixar uh, lately. Uh, like Moana was the last Disney movie that I like really loved like everything else since mm-hmm. has, I haven't really liked that much and um Pixar it's like they make a really good movie occasionally like I like Coco and Soul and that sort of thing but like for the yeah. most part mm-hmm. Pixar is kind of the same like I feel like it's just kind of mediocre and I feel like it's just um a byproduct of them having to release a new movie like every year or so like mm-hmm. one of the studios has to churn something out so it's like I feel like they don't have as much time to like really like hone the story and like make it as good as like the movies that like they used to put out. Like especially in, especially in Pixar's case, which is like really sad. They
0: can't all be personal.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. They used to make so many like masterpieces and now it's just like masterpieces are the exception, not the rule. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't really look forward to Disney or Pixar movies as much anymore. Like, yeah, I, I still watch all of them and see if they're good. But all, like, of yeah. <laughs> all of them, yeah. All of them, unfortunately. Well, just the animated ones. I'm I'm not watching like Cruella or any of the okay. shitty live action <laughs> stuff anymore. You saw like, the Last
0: Dinosaur? Uh, the the what? The Last Dinosaur, Pixar.
3: What was that? Was that it was oh, called the, the the good the good dinosaur? Sorry, yeah, the good dinosaur is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that one. so, so, so bad. Yeah. I oh love God. Pixar,
1: and that one's, yeah. But that one and Onward, I haven't seen
3: either. I don't like Onward either. Like, a, a yeah. lot of people got mad at me. They are like, I love Onward, screw you. But, like, it, it's it's not good. Like, I don't know. It's not The
1: Incredibles. It's not Monsters, Inc. It's yeah. not are, winning the Oscar this year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy, I wonder what will win the Oscar Mm. this year. Gee, what could it be? It's a mystery. Definitely Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon, obviously.
0: (laughs) Or Netflix's uh, To the Moon?
3: Something like that, yeah, like Over the Moon, I think.
0: Fly Me to the Moon? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hello China movie? You know that movie? Yeah, it looks weird, though. Uh, Do you know Fly Me to the Moon? No, I'm not watching Uh, it. No, I don't know that one. (laughs) It's another animated movie. (laughs) Yeah. Ralph, did you have any questions?
1: Uh, not really. I just wanted to know more about your channel because I don't know a lot about it. Like, more specifically, what would you say y- you do? What's your message that you get out there um, to people
3: <laughs> about I, movies? I, I don't know. I don't know if I have, like, a message. It's, it's more just me, like, reviewing uh different animated movies mostly and then, like, a, a lot of animated TV shows as well. And mm-hmm. uh, just whatever I'm passionate about, like, either whatever I really hate or really love and, like... So it's like, I don't really have, like, a set, like, structure. Like, a lot of people, like, try and say, like, I'm just, like, an animation reviewer mainly, and it's like, that is mainly what I produce, but I like to do, like, a variety, just anything I'm interested in. Like, I do Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, musical theater-related videos and, like, uh, video games that I really like. So, Uh, yeah, it's just whatever I want to review, basically.
1: Yeah, cool. Video games also. Yeah, I'd like to review
0: those one day. What's your favorite movie?
3: Uh my favorite movie is something that we're going oh. oh, that to talk about today on this podcast that you requested. Okay, so great. So it is yes, Chaos Walking, my favorite movie. Oh. So. <laughs> good segue. <laughs> yeah, uh, great. Finally yeah. Something so huge. we all
0: watched uh Frilla's favorite film Chaos Walking,
1: written by Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> yes,
0: very briefly. And what's really funny is um the website being charliekaufman.com which is like a fan website um they actually posted the original casting script uh so you can see what Hmm. charlie kaufman's version was like before it was altered i haven't read through the whole thing i got very not very far into it at all and this is also dated 2012 by the way this is actually insane Hmm. (laughs) december 9th 2012 Yeah, most notable thing that I noticed in the first couple pages is that uh, the dog can talk. Manchi has a voiceover from the the noise, which is hilarious. Anyway, for those of you listening who aren't familiar with Chaos Walking, it was delayed a billion times. It was supposed to come out like a million years ago. Got delayed again from January 2020 to January 2021 and then delayed again to like March or April. It's finally out. We can all see it. Uh, Obviously, a film being delayed with a bunch of reshoots is not a good telltale sign for, you know, a masterpiece. It's usually going to (laughs) be something that's plagued with some issues. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I guess apparently the film was worse before the reshoots. I don't know. Starring Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley. They thought that that alone would sell the film. Nobody gives a shit. It came out. Everybody forgot about it already. I thought it was hilarious What did you think
1: <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen as well is in the film? I really like him.
0: Yeah, but he was <laughs> he wasn't even like top bi- They build uh, Nick Jonas above him in the trailer. They didn't even show Mads Mikkelsen's <laughs> name
4: oh, right? uh,
1: Kurt Sutter True. Kurt Sutter's in the movie. He's the creator of Sons of Anarchy, which is that show okay on FX I think he's the dad or like one of the dads. Yeah um, Yeah, the movie's terrible yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh god it doesn't make any sense yeah mm. it's
2: worse than the normal like ya like young adult affair
1: is it based on a book or something
2: yeah i think it's like a trilogy okay. or something oh, and right. this is the first yeah. book the I knife
0: of never letting go so charlie kaufman adapted <laughs> yeah, the book a really bad into title. <laughs> yeah. the first script and then a bunch of other people Altered it to the point where Charlie Kaufman isn't credited in the film, <laughs> so his first draft is like not what's what the movie is at all. So I hope he got paid. I hope he got like a little bit of money or something. Uh, do you know why they call it a, a young adult novel instead of just a novel? Because it's bad. Because it sucks. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and adults wouldn't want to read it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I did, I got a comment on my, uh, my letterbox review of the movie that said, like, apparently the book is really good. Like, not just, they, they specifically said not just young adult novel good, but like actually good.
0: People say that about everything.
3: Yeah. If, if the book is really good, it's a shame that this is its movie adaptation because holy shit. Like, y- yikes. This is <laughs> yeah. so terrible. I'm not about to read <laughs> it. Holy
1: shit. That's a great right. two word review for this. Do you guys want to guess the yeah. budget or do you know? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Do you know, Ralph? Uh, I was guessing like 20 million. It's a hundred million dollars. Oh, my God. They've yeah. got Tom
0: Holland and Daisy Ridley. It's it it so was bad. shot in the woods, mostly. <laughs> yeah. Is that
1: including reshoots, too? I guess so. And it's the stars, you know, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley are... Although, I don't know why. Like, it's not even... That, they're not that good.
0: They're not yeah. that good, but they're also the only reason anybody except us knows the movie existed. So... Yeah. True. Like, I I knew about it because Charlie Kaufman's IMDb page led to it at one point. Otherwise, I would have <laughs> no idea this film existed. <laughs> but yeah, there was like the Chaos Walking updates Twitter page, and it was literally just like a bunch of like, I love Tom Holland <laughs> and Daisy Ridley, and I I swear it was somebody being paid by Lionsgate. And...
1: Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. I, I was looking at it recently. It's just like, I love Daisy Ridley. Like, that's the name mm-hmm. of the page. And it's just a bunch
0: of Daisy Ridley pictures. That's so funny. The um, um the yeah. the Twitter verified the noise account <laughs> that they made, <laughs> where they just did yeah, a bunch of creepy stupid. text and uh, hoped it would go viral. They stopped posting <laughs> in, like, March 12th or something. <laughs> like, they, they've given up complete... <laughs> they don't care about the digital release for home yeah. video. They're like... This isn't working. There's like nobody following this account. (laughs) One of their tweets just said, chaos walking memes,
2: please.
4: (laughs) So desperate. (laughs) It's so sad. The movie itself
2: is as half-assed as that Twitter account, though. I know, right? (laughs) I I, I went and read through the kind of wiki summarization of the, the book and saw that a lot of the points that it hits are similar, but there's something about the concept and the way it's translated to the big screen. It
0: doesn't seem like it would work well for a film. No. Yeah.
2: No, the 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 yeah, the way they visualize the thoughts with this kind of dusty stuff coming out of people's heads that can mm-hmm. it's kind of a superpower as well in this universe. You yeah. can use it to kind of as a mirage to trick people.
4: Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm.
2: which again, are, like a concept you could imagine being explored or, you know, used in a book, perhaps, but yeah, what do they do with it?
3: Yeah, they don't really like do anything interesting with it. Yeah, and they don't establish it well too.
1: Yeah, like it's just the movie just starts and they, they're like talking the with thoughts, so like so they're bad. doing it already.
0: I'm like, Jesus, yeah. what the fuck is
1: this? It's very jarring.
0: Spoilers, everybody, for Chaos Walking. The whole plot is just fucking so there's a planet <laughs> that human beings are colonizing. Um, the new world,
1: right? Yeah, Which it's, a, it, Earth. it's I thought not it was just Earth. It's not. Yeah, Earth, it's it, not. it
3: looks just like Earth. It's but similar.
0: It's
2: yeah, and they're like cowboys.
1: Earth is normal. And, like, yeah. Daisy Ridley's from Earth, and she's on a spaceship, and all I could think of was Star Wars, because, you know, it's just, like, her yeah. space. Like, it's,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, the
1: same crap. She's on a pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Daisy Ridley crash lands. She's part of a scouting group that's supposed to be uh, phase two colonizers, and they're sending this, like, pod down. When they have no communication with the first phase of colonizers... I don't know. Like, they could all be dead. They literally have no communication with them. <laughs> and they're just sending people mm-hmm. down, like, eh, da, da, da. like send a fucking Mars rover. I don't care. Like, this is 200 years <laughs> in the future. Like, test to and see the if there's, like, sequence? oxygen on the planet or something. Something clearly happened. Oh, yeah. The crash yeah, where it just that, cuts that away. The crash sequence was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And was then hilarious. she's, like,
3: on the ground. Yeah. Like, you don't see the actual crash She's just suddenly on the planet.
1: I, I was just thinking of flight or gravity, like scenes were like yeah, really excellent Earth. crashes or like really intense. At, well, I don't know about. I mean, even <laughs> that was better actually. Like this one was so like it was it was laughable how yeah. bad it was. Um,
0: they just cut away from it.
1: Tom Holland meets Daisy Ridley at one point, and you see like his thoughts because she's
0: stealing stuff from the barn.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't stand yeah. his character because he's such like a wimpy like. Like a like a nice guy, like oh she's so pretty. Like it's,
0: I'm like oh, oh wow. fuck this woman. because <laughs> yeah. they have to make him seem as young as possible. Otherwise, it's really creepy, right? Because if he's spending the whole movie going like mm. girl, I never seen a girl. I want to protect a girl. He has to act really young. <laughs> yeah. His character has to be like sixteen or something. Otherwise, it's like really weird, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's
2: still yeah. In of... the book, he's thirteen. He's
0: so... thirteen in the book. That's insane. Yeah. Tom Holland has like a he has like a
1: wife beater on the whole movie. We're like, yeah. you know, a no no sleeve shirt, just walking yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's oh, so to rugged. Show off my muscles was like, I'm like, what is oh, the wow. point of this? Like, yeah,
3: there was like the nude scene where you just see his ass when he's. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, what was the point mm-hmm. of that too? <laughs>
0: Why? Yeah. It's so awkward. I mean, oh self described. Yeah. The answer is in the question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but these are the lead characters, the two people on the poster, and. What what is their journey? It's like a loose kind of Lord yeah, of the Rings. they have no chemistry across.
3: at all. It's like they just hate each other for most of the movie, and like I I, I don't buy the fact that they're like bonding. Yeah. Like, over the course of this, it's just it's just really dumb.
0: Their commonalities end at our parents are dead,
4: <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And they're supposed
0: <laughs> to bond over that. Yeah.
3: That's all you need, apparently.
0: And she's like, she was talking about how she's like never seen rain and shit. Like she's lived her entire life on like a fucking spaceship or something. Some like like enclosed, like nerfed area. And then she's like, I don't know. She seems to be doing pretty well for herself, like hiking and doing all this athleticism throughout the entire movie and like just fucking driving away on a motorbike and like Running around yeah, and climbing shit and scavenging for supplies and like she mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the, the ship was still smoldering and she had already buried all of the crew there were like graves and like nobody mm-hmm. heard the, the spaceship crash even though it's like based on what the movie is showing it's like a block away like it was like an easy walk away from like the town nobody heard that mm-hmm. and Tom Holland just only finds out about this because she was stealing shit from the bar yeah, she's she's awesome
1: she's the coolest character ever there's a point like yeah. she's captured by a guy with a gun, or she's like in the same room, and she's he's gonna kidnap her, but then like they just cut and she beat him up or something, and she escapes. Like, they don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. Like, how the fuck, like, how does she, how is she able to do this? I'm like, my god, there's so much wrong with this movie, I don't even know yeah. where to start. It the wasn't really she funny. She was
3: just alone with like, Nick Jonas, and then he's like, he's like, what's this gun? And he just like, blows a hole, and then yeah. she just leaves. Like, what, what yeah, the fuck?
1: yeah, That she just runs out. Like, What the yeah. fuck was that? Nick Jonas in this movie, holy shit, he was so bad. And he didn't even do anything. Yeah. Like His character,
0: yeah. by the end of the film, he didn't really do anything. It was for his name to be in the trailer and the poster. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's the young Basically. adult demographic that wants to see
2: Tom Holland. Are they setting yeah.
1: him up for like the next movie? 'cause yeah. it's a series of books, right? These young adult novel things. They always They're want to a do a second one.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's no way.
1: Of yeah. course not. But you know, that's what they always want to do. But like
3: where do you go just based on this movie? Like there's there's no plot to continue. Like there's nothing Yeah, what no the fuck? Yeah, nothing right. happened like, really. I don't know what they were like planning. Mm-hmm.
2: I wonder if um part of the reshoots was the different ending cuz uh, in in the 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 book i guess at the end it's left way more open for obvious sequels but here oh, really? it is way more conclusive and maybe that's possible so they didn't have a golden compass situation where they're kind of implying there's more coming but there's there's nothing that's funny <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a failure
3: i love how this movie ends after like he everyone in tom Holland's life is like dead and then it just ends with him just so casual with her he's just like oh yeah, yeah <laughs> let's go meet the other colonists. like you know who who cares about Everyone I know and love being fucking dead. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just so weird.
0: We need to talk about that fucking twist because, like, the way that they were like talking about, like, oh yeah, this stuff happened, and you were too little. I'm just like, okay, well, that obviously didn't happen. Just the way they're saying it, you know, they they keep hammering it in, and then they have the uh, the spackle. The alien, the, the spackle the sounds, sounds like fresh out of lady in the name. water,
3: you know. Yeah. I, I laughed every time I heard that name.
2: I thought they were saying the smeggle every time they were saying it. No, like, I couldn't hear I had what they were subtitles
3: saying. On. Just
0: the terrible. Spackle. The spackle <laughs> oh and mods and the crazy preacher man, who is a very one note character, and recites. Hmm. Foreboding poetry in his head, twenty four seven. Religious, night. yeah. It's
3: like his his only character trait. Yeah. So they so
0: killed dumb. all the women. Like pretty much everybody in the village killed all the women. It seems like it wasn't just one guy doing it. Uh, the crazy religious guy decided that because women, you can't hear their thoughts on the planet, that they don't have souls. So therefore, kill them all. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, that happened, and right, there was a. St- <laughs> They wiped out all the women in one faction, and there was a separate other town that left because they were like, "You guys are crazy." And this other town that is fully aware that the town that they came from has like killed all the women—they're like literally religious murderers, like on a rampage. This town that th- that separated from that decided we don't like technology. We're going to be Amish, and we're just—we not- don't want the super <laughs> weapons, even though we know they have them. They have like crazy laser guns, but we don't want that (laughs) like we're not in any danger here We know that they want to kill all women like we just whatever We're just gonna have a simple lifestyle and technology is gonna end at refrigeration or whatever they have right and then the entire Concept of like everybody keeping this secret from Tom Holland Really does not fit in a movie where everybody's thoughts are on display 24 7 this entire (laughs) town Kept this secret from him and everybody's thoughts are displayed from there it's loud nobody can keep their thoughts to themselves except like mods Mickelson because he's practiced hard enough Everybody in the town knew about it his dad knew <laughs> about it all yeah. these people raised him the fucking Nick Jonas This like bully kid who doesn't even like him knew about it You'd think that he'd have one thought in his head being like a hey, fucking kid's mom got murdered by everybody like <laughs> My dad killed his, his yeah. mom <laughs> It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. fit. It's like the, that's the most yeah. important part of the movie. It's like everything is built around that twist.
1: Even the wardrobe of the film, like Daisy Ridley's outfit, her bright oh, orange, yeah. yeah, was terrible. Yeah. This so <laughs> so just fucking oh awful.
2: <laughs> no, just the general world building I found to be astonishingly bad because. <laughs> yeah, the fact you didn't even notice it was on, like, another planet, I don't blame you. Because it does just remind me of, like, you know, the videos everyone starts making when they're kids where they go into the woods and, like, run oh, around yeah. and use it's their It's all iPhones. in the forest. It's, it feels yeah. exactly like that, but on a crazy scale. But And they try their best to try and establish the environment as being, you know, hostile with, like, creatures and alien monsters yeah. and stuff. But he they throws never, a knife at a They button. never go far enough to yeah. actually show you yeah. anything. There's that scene where he, like, goes into the water and fights with so some weird thing. They, it was so quick they, kind of, they skip over the whole fun Of why you would even include a scene like that Which would be oh, yeah. to show the crazy alien planet in the I world. got but food now When he's eating the squid thing It's just like a tiny little blob on a stick And you, you learn nothing about the world yeah. And they just squander every opportunity like They that. show the
3: spackle
0: yeah. once yeah. There's, there's like
3: one of
2: them Yeah yeah, because that's a huge part of it It's
3: like why even have it in the movie
0: at that point They might as well not have existed Really, the, the, That's yeah. the alien like yeah. The
1: fight with the big alien
0: thing yeah, And they're shown the to humanoid. be, like, friendly. Like, it just walks away. Well, yeah. I mean, like, the first interaction, yeah. he kind of, like, started dragging Tom Holland away. So, like, it's really unclear. The only in- indication that these things are supposed to be friendly is, like, Daisy Ridley's righteous, like, moral indignation or whatever you want to call it, of her, like, criticizing yeah, Tom exactly. Holland. And, yeah. You just you think that you, mm-hmm. should, you should fight things when you see him? It's like, dude, you just... You just, like, <laughs> killed the water monster and ate it with him, and you didn't say anything then. What, because this one's a fucking <laughs> yeah. humanoid? Yeah, exactly. He's wearing a loincloth? Yeah. That's where you draw the line? He was, t- he was literally dragging away Tom Holland. Like, he, he was beating him up. The indication mm-hmm. was that he was trying yeah. to kill him. What's your deal? It didn't make any sense. Mm. They might as well just not have yeah. shown the alien. Because then it would have worked
4: better yeah, with the twist. Yeah. scapegoats, that's all. Like, the visit. Yeah, exactly. yeah, whatever, you know? You'd
3: have, like, a mystery involved uh-huh. as well. I-, I just... I assumed they were going to, like, build up to, like... The climax having like multiple aliens, like I don't know what they were gonna do, uh-huh. but like I assumed that's why they showed one alien earlier, but no, it just never comes back. It's just like such yeah. a messy script. It's like ridiculous.
4: It's because it's
1: gonna come back in the sequel. That'll never happen. <laughs> of course. Uh, this yeah. is made by Lionsgate, right? So they did like Hunger Games. Yeah, so and Hunger, Hunger Games to is do done. the same thing with They're this. Just... At
4: least
0: early on. And right now they've just got Tyler Perry movies and like no IPs. Saw <laughs> <Yeah>. so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> saw a spiral.
3: Right. That'll save him.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: <Spiral>. <laughs> oh, God. May. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like mm. they didn't really do enough with the uh, like idea of projecting like images either. Like the the mm. fight at the end where Mads Mikkelsen just projects a bunch of himself. It, it, it's like the budget version of like Mysterio in Far From yeah. Home. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it yeah, was so true. just like th- this is all you're doing with it. You're just projecting yourself and it's just like i don't know but i guess they didn't really have any budget anymore yeah so, whatever and i thought i thought the ending part was dumb too where like uh tom holland projects like all the women that he killed it's like he's <laughs> smart he knows that these aren't real just shoot tom holland and they go away like but he just doesn't do that he just <laughs> yeah he
0: got bullied off the cliff It's
3: because he's
1: overwrought with guilt and then yeah, well, they were he just, bullying Dizzy really <laughs> knocks him into a hole.
4: Oh.
0: You're a coward cause you kill
1: women. Daisy Ridley, like killed both of like the main antagonists yeah. of the villain of like the main antagonist of the movie, Daisy Ridley kills both of them. Even yeah. though she doesn't really have like any emotional connection to like that story. Yeah, like Tom Holland exactly. really should have there should have been some catharsis in Tom Holland killing him. Yeah, cause yeah.
3: cause he killed his dog. So yeah, like, but it goes yeah. back to
1: like the young adult and like, it's made for the Hunger Games <laughs> crowd. Like it's like teenage girls. <laughs> yeah. And it's really annoying. Like Tom Holland's character in this movie is such like a like a wimp
4: a little bitch and it's really (laughs) annoying
1: to like see this character the entire time i was just frustrated watching this movie and yeah like that like he doesn't kill anything uh, like any amount of like frustration or like any any trait like that is portrayed as like a negative so Mm -hmm. she's like no don't kill the thing even though i've tried to fucking kill you and it's a giant ugly alien
3: yeah yeah even though i killed two people later on in the movie Uh, just (laughs) just, just ignore that Oh, that when that guy got lit
1: on fire. What the hell was that? Too? Oh, yeah, because she they had a little like, gadget muscle and villain. she
0: just threw it at him. And then apparently the preacher is just constantly doused in alcohol and he's the most flammable person on the fucking planet. <laughs>
1: oh, that was the preacher. Okay. Yeah, yeah was but there was, was no
0: screaming. And then like, he kind of just walks away and then he disappears. The subtitle said something like, I am bathed in fire. Like he was like hyped that he just got (laughs) engulfed in flames because he was was hyped.
1: Yeah, it was bizarre. There's a lot of bizarre scenes. Where I guess it's memorable, but there's so much to talk about about how bad it is.
0: I love that there was like a physical antenna that they had to fix on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> he just went outside and was like, oh here we go. Oh my god. Tom Holland literally just climbs up and fixes the antenna on this like highly advanced two hundred years of the future ship that can't communicate without this one antenna on the outside. That is just perfectly fine. Otherwise he needed to plug it in. It just the the power cord yeah. got yanked. It was fine.
2: And why can Daisy Ridley do it? She was shown as being perfectly capable of Oh yeah. Made Tom Holland do it. She's yeah. very outdoorsy. She can just
0: do anything. Yeah. yeah. So two things i want to talk about one the scene where he ch- ch- chases them on the boat while he's swimming is really funny <laughs> the fr- preacher man <laughs> yeah. he just, no, he's like t2 funny. he's just he's unstoppable yeah. <laughs> and then he just shows up and drowns the dog and tom holland's like no it's like you guys had oars that was yeah. terrible what was the point of that yeah what
2: was the point cause of there's that? no other emotional beat really in the whole story <laughs>
1: First of all, what was the point of the dog at all? Apparently, the dog used to be able to talk. Because they were getting chased. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's this scene where they're getting chased by horses, and they fall off a cliff. <laughs> like, the horses, they fall off a cliff, and the horse dies and, like, break, breaks its leg, at least, yeah. or whatever. And then somehow, yeah. the next scene, the dog is there. He caught up. I don't know if they were carrying the dog with them. No, he yeah, caught, caught up.
2: Appears.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, the dog just caught yeah. up. Like, I, somehow.
3: Yep, he just found them somehow. Because he loves the main character. And
1: the dog was there just to get killed in that one scene. Yeah, and that's why I hate why he's when they kill dogs in
0: movies. Yeah. I mean, if you gotta yeah, do it, yeah, then maybe. do it. Like, it's,
3: it was so pointless.
0: Like, Marley and me is great. It does seem cheap. <laughs> that's a masterpiece. You just spoiled Marley and me.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't get it with, like, crazy religious characters. It's like he should know that, like, killing a dog is probably a bad thing and will probably be, like, send him to hell or something but i guess he's crazy so he's got his own brand so yeah Mm -hmm. he just got his own version
0: he's very video gamey actually dogs don't have souls apparently
3: yeah. He was honestly my least favorite character in the movie. Like I was so annoyed mm-hmm. every time he was like damnation, just like.
0: He might have been my favorite character because he
3: was so No, funny. Tom
1: Holland was my least favorite character because of how much of a like a bitch he was.
0: That's true, yeah. Just
1: fucking insufferable.
3: Every every character is bad. Except like Mads Mikkelsen's character was fine, I guess, but every other character is just he did his so best. bad in this. So yeah.
2: I couldn't focus on Mads because of the costume design. I don't know what thinking with this. Like, he's like the mayor, but he's wearing a cowboy hat, a huge fur coat, yeah, and this, like, white suit thing. Yeah.
0: It is this weird mishmash because, like, they're they're all colonizers, right? And so, like, did I don't know how many years it's been. It was like what thirty, twenty? I, I don't even know how many. But like, they've got these like advanced space alien guns, and then this other town that decided to be Amish for a bit. Has like these old rifles like so either you brought that, and that was like a relic that you just decided to to bring when you colonize it, or you like actually got all the materials and like actually crafted it there, which is interesting because you decided you did need to defend yourself or have a weapon at some point, but you completely rejected all of the like actual technology guns, which is just so it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make yeah. any sense
2: it seemed like they wanted the western aesthetic, yeah but it's a weird it with everything else yeah
1: yeah it was definitely yeah. trying to be a western but it was yeah. like mixed in with all this other crap mm-hmm. the yeah, young adult work. stuff it was trying same. to be like hunger games too that's what i kept thinking of that's all i could think
2: of was yeah, like young yeah. adult stuff. yeah i kept thinking of like maze runner
1: yeah like maze runner too mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, what's that those. other one insurgent divergent yeah i don't even know what the first one's called
2: yeah yeah they're all the same but this
1: is like mm-hmm. really low well, like this is like the fifth wave with chloe moretz like this is this is like that level like it's so That's bad funny. yeah mm-hmm. and the character is such a fucking annoying weasel <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i couldn't believe it but there's a segment where they meet the rebels you know like the mm-hmm. like the women so there's like women on the planet but they're um like in a little rebel base Yeah, basically the I other found town. That whole sequence like yeah, that was infuriating too. People. Just how like lame it was. Yeah, <laughs> and like Cynthia Irvo mm. was like the leader. She's like in uh, uh, what's that movie? Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm. Like she's fine, but like it, it, she's in it for five minutes and then she goes yeah, away. I forgot she was. I am like, it. what the fuck? Like she's barely in it. She's like an award-winning actor. <laughs> like, it's mm. for so they could set her up for sequels. That's oh, it. Probably,
3: of course. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's it. It's stupid. It's so lame.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: And then there's like the scene where like the three guys are bullying Tom Holland. She's like, "Hey, you're you're not in charge around here. You guys leave him alone." Yeah, it's like, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they like, like, I can't take this seriously at all. They, he was just like, it, they just cut to him having rope around his wrists.
4: Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was
0: like mad, and then suddenly he's like right outside her house with rope around his yeah. wrists, just chilling <laughs> exactly. there, drinking something, and his uh-huh. like it's just his wrist nothing else is tied and he's not tied to anything and he's just yeah and why does she care yeah why does she care and then she's like yeah we usually kill outsiders or whatever but we're not gonna kill
1: you because i don't know why because she's a girl because you're the main and then they say the same thing to mads mickelson even though they just let him into the town like yeah we usually kill you but we're not gonna kill you yeah it's
0: the law here (laughs) that we hang you Yeah, we got but we're not. If anybody shows and up then, from you know, they other start place, killing everyone. Got to kill them, but we have to mm-hmm. use old timey methods. Yeah, it's our way. They
1: don't follow any of their own their own rules. <laughs> I know they have
0: yeah. refrigerators. It's, what the, the fuck? it's the
1: dumbest group of rebels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I have a request no. for one of you, and I'll be very impressed if one of you can actually do it thoroughly. What exactly was their fucking plan? The the villains. What exactly were they trying to do, and how would that have worked? They wanted to like s- yeah. steal the ship. <laughs> Like, the next way, the, 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 they wanted to use Daisy Ridley to, like, get something? Please explain it.
1: Yeah, why did they need Daisy Ridley? I got the ship. They wanted the ship. But why couldn't they just go to the ship or find it?
3: Yeah, I I don't think they did need her. And, and, and like, I, I have no idea, honestly. But I think they just wanted to kill her because she was a woman. But... Yeah, because they're sexist. No, no, yeah, they that's explained. what I got. When she was <laughs> under the floorboards, they said that they
0: needed her because they wanted to get like steal the next ship <laughs> that cuz she's like a part oh, of a yeah. pod because she's part of phase 2 colonization and so i oh, guess yeah. if she communi- like she has it's so weird because like maybe she would have had a way to communicate with the ship that's just hanging outside the atmosphere that has no idea what's going on or whatever the colonizer ship phase 2 but she she the the pod crashed so now she doesn't so she needs to use the old ship And the antenna's unplugged, and she has no other way of communicating. And so they're like, they have to. They, they, mods wants to steal the other ship, but for what purpose? Does he want to leave? They just don't like the planet anymore, even though they've like made it their own. Like it's their fucking rules. Like you did this shit
1: exactly.
3: I think at one point he said he wanted to like stop her from calling other people because then they would come down and they would kill him in his like town. Maybe think like. I think he was mm-hmm. shouting that in the climax, even though they didn't establish that earlier. But like, I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I I guess they're supposed to be like a crazy cult, but they do a terrible job of explaining that or getting it across. Yeah,
0: well, because no, she yeah. that was after she communicated to them and said something like they wanted her. They they definitely wanted something about the next ship. I'm pretty sure. I might be fucking crazy. I'm gonna have to watch that scene again. Yeah,
1: like cults and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Think of, think of Midsommar, like how much better that was and how much, like I understood that cult and their rules. This, it just didn't I make just any sense, to know this what movie. They were do.: <laughs> I didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. the whole overarching goal of the movie was confusing.
0: Mods was mad. He was, indeed. I'm mad for Mods.
1: Yeah, I like all these actors. They were just fucking they were insufferable in this movie.
0: Except Daisy Ridley.
1: I don't think she's ever been good. And she's always these same kind of characters.
3: Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I was thinking that when I was watching this. Like, I, I feel like Daisy Ridley has that same, like, Gal Gadot problem where it's like she's fine in this one specific blockbuster role, but like everything else I've seen her in, I, I don't think she's like that good of an actress. Yeah. Also. I don't know if I'd I've like seen to see them either of them be in like else. indie movies, you
1: know? I want to see them be yeah. in like a good time kind of movie. Both of them, Tom Holland and like Daisy yeah. Ridley. Yeah. Just so they could like actually be good in something. Cause this is not working. This is like
0: total shit. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine a Safdie brothers film with Daisy Ridley in it.
1: <laughs> this is fucking terrible. <laughs>
0: it's almost unwatchable.
1: I can't even believe this movie. Well, they did delay it for ten years, so yeah. it does feel like a movie they delayed for ten years.
3: Apparently, it was like even worse in test screenings. oh then... this is this is the improved version. So, mm-hmm. All right. I guess the
1: compliment to it is I couldn't tell the reshoots. Yeah, that's a compliment.
3: When,
0: like, there's just this much of a disconnect between, like, people who want to create art because they actually want to communicate something about society or themselves or an emotion, you know? There's a disconnect between that and then just movies being made, right? It's like there's, yeah. su- there's such a gigantic leap and they're trying to make it the same product. Because the successful films are, you know, what was previously described as like people The Hunger Games You know, wanting to yeah. create something mm-hmm. And they just think, okay, there's a, there's a successful book um, There's a formula that works We can turn it into a yeah. movie, we're gonna get the celebs It's a young adult book, we're gonna mm-hmm. get the young adult hunk Called Tom Holland Yeah Okay, now what? <laughs> mm-hmm. just, they don't know what the fuck yeah. they're doing You got the audience built in Yeah Well yeah. then, I just don't think the
1: audience reacted to this well and that's what happens sometimes. What I think there doing. was another one. Uh, Mortal bones. Remember that? No. Was it, is that what it was called? Immortal bones. The city of bones. Mortal instruments. Mortal of instruments. Mortal Squirrel instruments. Bones. City of bones. Something like that. Is that
2: the city uh, walking cities thing? Yeah.
1: yeah. It reminds me of that. Or it's just it, it, the audience doesn't respond to it. It's because it's not that good.
2: Yeah, mm. well, like Aragorn or Golden Compass. That kind of tier.
1: Yeah, that kind oh, of tier. Shit. And, of course, Harry Potter. If we're going to talk about tiers, like, S-tier is Harry Potter. Like, that's the best. Mm-hmm. And, like, the... I guess people love Harry Potter because, you know, uh, like, everyone wants to be Harry Potter or people i guess even girls love harry potter because he's like but there's subtlety to him like he's a really good character and tom holland's character in this movie is so like i said with the fucking wife beater shirt and like his pussy fucking dialogue (laughs) like it's obnoxious (laughs) it's so like there's no subtlety at all it's like okay so this character is just written for teenage girls who don't like they don't want any edge at all to a character it's it's pathetic. But he it's didn't really shower. He's really rugged. <laughs> yeah, he goes in a mm. bath. He's like, yeah, I gotta wash my clothes. Oh yeah.
2: No bit in that hot bath scene where he's describing like how oh, I've never had a hot bath before, but the room has like no steam in it, and he's they don't even show any water. <laughs> in the shot, And then it just cuts away. Like, yeah. It's, that's a, that's a moment to like show a character enjoying something, or, like reveling in something they never experienced to like get you involved in them. Yeah,
0: they really didn't care about the characters.
2: Yeah, yeah. they just didn't give a shit.
3: Yeah, they were just a means to an end.
2: That scene is terrible. Oh, it's so bad.
3: We just saw them walking through the woods and not being interacting it really well at all. It was just yeah. so terrible.
2: Thanks
0: Doug Lyman.
3: <laughs> yeah. See, it's like, I've seen good movies from him. Like, I, I like the first Born movie, and I liked Edge of Tomorrow. So, like, I don't know what the fuck happened here. Like, Oh,
2: okay, that's know. him. It's definitely more jumper to you. It's the Edge of Tomorrow yeah. guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow's really cool. It's yeah. a really good movie. That's shocking.
3: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how he managed to make something this abysmal. It's like, <laughs> really just falling apart.
0: I really like he's Edge found of Found it in. Yeah. Or, or live
1: die repeat but you know the action in that yeah. movie is really good and then yeah and, and the effects too and i don't know what happened here there's yeah. one alien in it and it looks like garbage it
0: shouldn't have even been in the movie because i it just made me upset that they didn't show more of that shit like i want to know what their towns yeah. all about. what's happening but they got to set it up mm-hmm. for future movies the entire movie <laughs> isn't justified in being in another planet the entire fucking thing could have happened on earth if you want mm-hmm. to have this whole plot of like oh yeah, yeah we killed all the women there's a religious nut sort of thing, we kept a secret from you, it would work better not being science fiction. There's no reason, like, Daisy really could have just been somebody who'd, like, gotten a car crash and showed up somewhere, and, you know, it's like, oh, for the first girl ever, and she's like, you know, like, I don't know, you could have just made something like M. Night's the Village. There's Mm -hmm. no reason why this has to be science fiction or on another planet or involve this, like, crazy weird thoughts being displayed out of your head sort of thing. The story doesn't have anything to do with that. Like, the actual beats of the story. Like, what are you even trying to fucking communicate? It's so stupid.
2: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, even base yeah, it yeah. so heavily on a book if you're not even going to go the distance and even bother doing the design work and world building stuff that is the reason people get attached to those kind of ideas in the first place? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And is Doug Lyman that passionate
2: about this book? <laughs> probably yeah, not. Probably
0: not.
1: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> he's just picked up some guy. I'm like, I, he's a good director. I'm not doubting that. I just mean, like, maybe you should get someone who's passionate about the book. You know, Mm. so then there's like, it could actually be good because maybe then it's a good book if someone's passionate about it. It just
4: seems like this
2: year's uh, Artemis Fowl because it was the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's that bad. bad.
1: Except with an even more insufferable character.
2: It's it's not quite Artemis Fowl, but I just mean like a kind of loved children's book being shit all over by... Mm
3: I hate Artemis Fowl so much because I actually, I grew up with the book, and the movie was just the biggest piece of shit. I think it's (laughs) honestly my most hated movie, just because of how how much it butchers the book.
1: Of that year, it's one of the worst movies to come out.
3: Yeah. I heard
1: the book is like Die Hard with Fairies. I'm like, that sounds awesome.
3: Yeah, it is. It's a really awesome book. Like, I actually, like, reread it after seeing the movie because I just needed to wipe that shit out of my brain. And it's (laughs) like, Yeah. It's a really good book still. Yeah.
1: Lionsgate probably could have done better with that. You know, maybe given it a bit of an edge. Um, this material, though, is a little dull. And like you said, it it's not uh, like the world doesn't even like all of this establishment is at the service of what? Just a yeah. really bland yeah. story. Yeah. Nothing's justified. told a million times. Yeah, it's not really justified. Yeah.
0: There's no reason for anything to happen. There's no reason for the movie to mm-hmm. have been made.
1: like there's just some really bad shots in this movie like even the way it's shot and the the lighting i'm mm -hmm. like yeah this is really cheap
3: looking yeah it's like made for tv honestly yeah
1: think of the avengers and like you know what people have come to expect for big budget franchises like even the dc movies those are better than this it's so cheap. It's worse than After Earth, even, in terms of how cheap yeah, it looks. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. At least that has yeah. all
2: the alien effects and all the CG animals.
1: Yeah. At least it yeah. has a reason for existing on, like, the After Earth planet. Like, okay, so Jane Smith has to fight a futuristic tiger or something. Mm-hmm. Like, this was so... It's just the woods. It's just they're in the forest and they run around. And oh, they, when they find that camp out of nowhere... <laughs>
2: I found it funnier than After Earth is a thing. I I'm so I get so bored by After Earth whereas <laughs> yeah. I was able to sit through this just because it was it was quite laughably bad. Just <laughs> just the concept's so stupid and just the way they enact on it is just so ridiculous.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean I, I kept checking like the video bar to see how much longer I had the whole time. Oh uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well oh, the
2: movie's so
1: short.
3: <laughs> True, yeah. But it it wasn't short enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why I would recommend it because it's so short and there's so many bizarre pointless scenes that, yeah. you know, just like, yeah. look at the writing, look at how, you know, like a mainstream or like a big Hollywood studio would write Tom Holland's character. It's like, just a, such an annoying brat. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, <that's> embarrassing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Looking at uh, the director's IMDb, um, really, uh, This this feels like the cheapest one out of all of the movies I've seen. And it's not the cheap. Like, Born Identity was made for less. Mm -hmm. Jumper was made for less, I think. I don't know. I didn't see Jumper, though. Jumper's probably better than Yeah, 85 million. Really? Alex, you saw Jumper?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I saw Jumper. Jumper was huge at the time, you know? Everyone was talking about Jumper.
0: I mean... I don't remember (laughs) liking it, but... (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's not a very memorable movie, right?
2: I just remember it like, kind of building up to something and then it just ending. Cool. Like, oh.
0: Maybe I'll check it out. That sounds fun.
1: I remember Sam Jackson. I remember he yeah, was pretty
0: good. I remember him in the trailer. Yeah, and uh,
2: Anakin. Because he's always Hayden. Good. That's the main reason everyone saw it was for Anakin. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Anakin Skywalker.
2: And Mace Windu's in it as well, yeah. Oh, so, fuck, uh-huh.
0: Kristen Stewart's in the credit But
1: even the effects in that movie were better. And that was made fucking like 2008. Yeah,
0: there was just... <laughs> the effects in Chaos Walking, it was just so... How do you like conceptualize that? How do you like tell an animator what to do with that? Because it just... It looks just uh-huh. like it's just... Yeah. Because it's not supposed to look real in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on the scene... It's just supposed yeah. to look like this hazy. It's
2: genuinely the the least creative way they could have yeah. done that There's hazy, so many smoky,
0: light thing, <laughs> just vague CG mm. stuff around their head. Like
2: After Effects plugin.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. It looks like a fucking visualizer.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Windows.
0: Yeah, it's
2: like
1: Annihilation, but like
0: really cheap. Yeah. Bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Even though I think Annihilation costs much less. True. Yeah
3: i do remember there was one scene where um like he he has a memory of uh what the mayor said to him it's like the mayor says like that was a good use of your noise and then like the memory is like a different take of that line he says like that snake was a good use of your <laughs> noise oh, it's funny. like they can't even like how, how did they fuck that up like <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh i not even notice that yeah the memories that was pretty funny his mom would like come up son
0: i love you or, like whatever this is so corny. so, Little
2: so that... babies, yeah, really stupid,
0: well, cause he would uh, he never met his mom, but he has memories of his mom. So he must have watched his one of his two dads have a memory of his mom. And so his memory is a memory mm-hmm. of a memory and then i don't know like if you were if maybe in charlie kaufman's script i haven't read it maybe it explored these philosophical concepts of like how can you really trust a memory of a memory like maybe it went meta maybe it was just a good (laughs) i don't know what he did with it i'd be interested in reading more of it uh but you know there's like interesting concepts you could explore there it's like well this is just like it might be photographic memory but how do i know that their memory is accurate or like how do you it's not really real anymore because it's just our interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how many layers can you go mm-hmm. before it's something completely different? There's, there's like some things you could explore with the concept, but they didn't. Yeah. They turned it into a stupid fucking Western. Yep. I felt like
1: it was kind of Charlie Kaufman ish, but it was just bad. Like,
0: I don't know if I could call yeah, they it Charlie Kaufman ish. Do anything with it. The movie that I well, saw. Well, just because
1: of how weird the concept was, like reading people's thoughts and their thoughts are like floating around their yeah. head.
0: <laughs> the
2: concept could be elaborated on to be good. The concept but... came from the book, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it wasn't good it's i don't know it had a hook anyway what would we all give it out of 10 i
2: think i'm done talking about this shit
3: uh probably like a two out of 10 yeah (laughs) just so bad
1: yeah probably about the same
2: yeah i'm one and a half stars the half star being for um the fact that nick jonas spent Seven months perfecting his uh, accent for the role, so I'd oh. just give him that. that seven months—he's
1: in, <laughs> in the movie for like five minutes. He <laughs> really put his heart and soul into
2: this project, and it really Ooh. shows. So yeah, big big yes. up for Jonas for everything. He's else, not even good at it. Thumbs down.
0: I got a two out of ten. Holy shit! If COVID didn't happen and I saw this in person, I would have been chaos walking out of the theater. Put that Ooh. on the
4: fucking DVD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah one out of five for me
2: how jazz were you when they nearly said it as well when oh. they nearly said the title <laughs> yeah. was like, this is chaos and you're like oh, sorry, uh, this so is it's... chaos yeah. and yeah. then the next line should have been
1: like walking away Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. so, so it's chaos walking
3: <laughs> the title didn't lie there was a lot of chaos and a lot of walking so I, I yeah. got what I yeah. paid for so,
0: what are we some kind of chaos walking <laughs> All right, time to talk about Whiplash. Spoilers for Whiplash, Whiplash 2014. Recommended to for this discussion by Shea Frillas, And it's yeah. uh, their favorite movie underneath Chaos Walking. So their second favorite movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, would you like to uh, give a description of this movie before we all just start talking about it, I guess? What is this movie? What is it about?
3: Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's about this kid named, uh, Andrew Neiman, and he's, uh, studying to be a, uh, drummer at this, uh, very prestigious, uh, jazz conservatory. Um, but then he gets into the, uh, studio band with, um, Terrence Fletcher played by JK Simmons, who is just like the most verbally abusive monster ever. And he like, just pushes the students to their limit uh the tensions uh escalate while um Andrew's trying to become like the best drummer he can and like live up to uh Fletcher's impossible standards. He attacks Fletcher on stage, all all sorts of crazy stuff happen. Um and I'm I'm not the best at explaining plots. Yeah. I, I, I never really like explain plots that well in my videos. I just kinda jump into That's uh, fine stuff. But yeah. The <laughs> best Blumhouse movie. The best
0: Yeah, I was shocked true. to see
2: that. I didn't remember that being at the beginning.
3: This and Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> the best Jason Blum production. I- I'm always like thrown for a loop when I see that logo. Every time I yeah. rewatch it, I'm like, oh, yeah.
1: It's the scariest Blumhouse movie, that's for sure. Yeah, for
0: anyway. Probably, <laughs> actually, yeah.
4: Yeah. The makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> there, what? So there's like two good ones, this and Get Out, right? And then the rest of them are just dog shit? Dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so, yeah. I mean, I right. pretty much. Yeah. Those are
1: the only two.
3: Yeah,
0: It's weird because this is not a horror movie.
3: No, I mean,
1: there's definitely elements of it that are. There's a lot of blood. There is blood. It's true. Yeah, yeah. blood, yeah.
2: sweat, and tears. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's very intense. Maybe more of a thriller, but it veers into mm-hmm. horror. And J.K. Simmons' character, oh, let me just say right off the bat, I love the movie. J.K. Simmons is like one of the best performances probably that decade yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. he's so fucking fierce in this mm-hmm. role mm-hmm. and memorable uh yeah. you can compare him to like uh the the, the drill sergeant in full metal jacket oh yeah it's like the best yeah. comparison because exactly. mm-hmm. there is something i mean he's very mean character but in the context of this movie just watching it and especially because of how intense this movie is he is very funny he is hilarious, even though he's making oh, yeah. fun of people. The, the lines the, he has, the variety
0: of insults also helps. Yeah, the that, variety yeah. of insults, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. The, 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 the delivery of the lines. Like J.K. Simmons is a very good actor, and the yeah. delivery of everything is very funny, and his character is very intense. It's you know, incredibly. If you want to live it's, up to his expectations. It's important that yeah. that he's like this, that he's this much of a stickler. And you know, there's no fucking Mars bar down there, and like you know, yeah. like a million lines he has that are like excellent.
3: Yeah, this is why I love coming back to it. Yeah.
0: He commands Mm -hmm. the same attention from the audience watching the film as he does, like, the audience in his classroom, right? Like, the same Mm -hmm. level of, like, holy shit, like, this guy (laughs) that the characters are experiencing in in that universe, we are experiencing also. And, you know, you kind of feel like Mm -hmm. you're in that room, like, fucking, like, oh, shit, don't look at me, (laughs) Fletcher.
2: Yeah, even the direction Mm -hmm. feels like it's the same energy as that teacher character. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of... You're just like being assaulted with everything in the movie, and it really works and enhances the the horrific intensity of those those scenes in the in the music rooms. It's yeah, it's so varied too with the the limited amount of space and bringing up that it is a Blumhouse. I guess that's largely because they're known for their small budgets, and I believe it's a tiny budget they're working with here. But you never even think about it for a moment because it's so artfully created and put together and proficient. Just in every technical aspect.
0: Three point three million. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Which, which That's nuts. Excellent. Insane. That's excellent.
3: I thought it was cool because um before rewatching this, um I uh watched the uh twenty thirteen like short film that uh Damien Chazelle made. Oh yeah, I never saw I was that. ask about that. That was like um it, it's pretty neat. It's like the exact same scene, like the like uh Andrew's first uh rehearsal with the band. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the dialogue is exactly the same because it's like I think the script was already finished at that point and he made the short film in order to secure funding to make the full mm-hmm. feature. So it's mm-hmm. just like, it was like really cool to see. Um, the, uh, J.K. Simmons was in it. Um, they had a different guy playing Andrew. Uh, yeah, John Simmons. Think, yeah. I don't <laughs> think he was quite as good as, uh, Miles Teller, but like, um, it, it was just neat to see. Like the, the lighting was like less harsh than it is in the final movie. Like the editing wasn't like, quite as tight but like the fact Mm -hmm. that the script was all still there it's just like it was really impressive
0: yeah it's great
3: yeah and the final movie it's like what i love about it is the fact that i can like enjoy it as like this like thriller horror thing that's just like so tightly written and just like so interesting as a character study but like i also just it's so funny like i said like you said like um like jk simmons insults just like they keep coming and they're just like so hilarious so it's like I I can have a good time watching it, like, just have fun while also being engrossed by how, like, perfectly constructed, like, the narrative is and everything.
4: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I I feel like it's very, like, tightly written. Like, I don't think there's, like, any filler at all. Like, every scene tells you something new about, like, one of the characters or, like, advances the story. And so, like, I really like that. Like, I prefer when movies are, like, shorter and can deliver, like, information, like, concisely. Rather than mm-hmm. just being like overly long and having like yeah. some good stuff, but also some like less interesting stuff. So it's like, I it's just, a very fast paced
1: yeah. movie, very deliberate. Yeah, I actually so. like movies that are longer usually. Like, t- I love three hour movies. Like, because I feel like you just have more time with the characters and to establish everything. Mm. But yeah. this movie is deliberately very short because that's the whole point of like, you know, An even the title like, Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. movie's yeah. so quick. It's so fast paced. It gives you this like, I don't know, the sense of urgency. And it is a very, um, intense experience because Mm -hmm. of that length, you know? Everything's so condensed. It works perfectly for this movie. Yeah. Not every movie has to be long. Yeah. Like you said. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my personal, like, favorite scene in the movie, like, I, most people default to, like, the ending and, like, the ending is, like, amazing. But, like, Mm -hmm. I personally love the scene in the, uh, jazz cafe where, Mm -hmm. like, this is after their big conflict and now they're just, like, sitting there, like, civilly with each other and Fletcher's just explaining why he did the things that he did at Schaefer. And it, it's just, like, it's so interesting to me to see him, like, suddenly justify everything and, like, make you almost kind of forget that he was this horrible monster for, like, the entirety yeah. of the movie. And it's, like, it, it makes you question, like, does his means, like, justify the ends? It's, like, it's just a really interesting, like, thing
2: to yeah, wonder about. the, the mm-hmm. philosophy... Behind the kind of work ethic is what Mm -hmm. the whole interest behind the movie kind of boils down to for me, and just watching a character go through the pain that comes from being chewed up and spit out by such a toxic idea, but this this tough love bringing the best results no matter what without any kind of boundaries, and how that applies to like ultimately what he's doing in the end. He's 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 playing the drums, but. How is he playing it in a way to express himself beyond just playing a piece perfectly? At a certain point, you have to ask, why are you doing this? Why are you destroying your mind and body? Uh, Because his motivation seems to come down that he's doing it more for other people's approval as opposed to for his own creative sense of self. So watching Mm -hmm. that is very sad. And I remember the first time I watched it, I kind of... I think I had the incorrect interpretation at the time. I guess it was 20 when it first came out. And I was kind of happy for the main character at the end when I first watched it, and he finally gets that approval at the end. But I don't know how I took that away from it the first time because, I mean, I consider it kind of a a sad ending. Oh, yeah. A a tragedy. It's very interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of interpretation of the ending now. Yeah. like I saw videos like, oh, how the, the dark interpretation of Whiplash is ending.
0: Yeah, well, please yeah. go for it. I'm I'm interested to hear more about that. Um, but I think it's like bittersweet. I actually do think it is
1: like, I think it's it is a positive ending for the most part. But yeah, it's bittersweet because he is kind of trapped, you know, in his own mind at that point. Like, yeah, he, he's so ambitious and he's hurting his body so much. And I guess at that moment, he feels like he uh, he feels gratified for all that like that's the moment where he achieves it Mm -hmm. but i guess that kind of could lead him down you know like a dark path in the future but i don't know i i got some
0: satisfaction out of that moment yeah What what would you say alex yeah
2: Yeah, i find it satisfying purely because the torture is over for him but it kind of the more you think about it the more hollow it rings to me because of Mm -hmm. everything he had to sacrifice like the whole journey of the movie he's clearly not a happy person there's a lot of anger in the movie every scene basically in one of the music rooms people are screaming at each other or the all the people the band members are bickering and screaming it's a it's a nasty environment um, yeah and I guess yeah. it comes down to just where you draw that line on I'm sure there are plenty of people who are willing to destroy their body and mind so mm-hmm. they can fight for the chance to be remembered because that is his main motivation is that he wants to be one of the greats he wants to be the best but mm-hmm. there's a there's a line early on where his dad tells him with age you get perspective and i feel like andrews a, an exploration of just someone who has absolutely no perspective and he's got one goal and he will do anything including like just throwing <laughs> he nearly throws his life away mm-hmm. um including yeah. getting in the car crash and everything and just mm-hmm. and he throws his his only personal relationships to the side he basically sacrifices his whole life just for this one small achievement at the end which the more i think about it, i just don't see it as a big a big win yeah but. of
1: course but i feel like a lot of people do that too because it is such a drive like to to have that yeah, opportunity that's what is it's so powerful about to, you it you know be important or be special like in that even in that shining moment yeah it, it shows the kind of sacrifice you need to to make to be remembered in that way um mm-hmm. and that's why it is bittersweet i think it is very complicated because mm-hmm. it is sad um but it's also very like it's also great. Like he got exactly what he wanted, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And that's that's the struggle of art and artists. And that's why I think the movie's brilliant.
3: Yeah, it's like he mentioned earlier on, like the story about Charlie Parker, and then how he ends up like dead and full of heroin at like age thirty-two. And it's like that's the exact path that Andrew like wants. It seems yeah. he, he mm-hmm. just that's wants to be talked about and remembered like later on. He doesn't care about like having friends or anything or like mm-hmm. living. It's
1: like he doesn't care about his own life. He only cares about yeah. his yeah. legacy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
3: He yeah. assumes his legacy is the only way to yeah, be but... fulfilled even if he dies early. I don't know, but like yeah.
0: that's that is that might be his only way to be fulfilled, right? Like everybody has like a different mm-hmm. psyche. Exactly. Right? So mm-hmm. like that, yeah. that might be yeah. the only thing that actually brings him any kind of like happiness or purpose in life, right? Everybody's brains are wired a bit differently. Yeah, but he could
1: also, he could also get laid with the with the girl who works at the movie theater, but he doesn't cuz he's, you know, he's so focused on drumming.
0: Yeah, but like he made the conscious decision to break that off. You know, why yeah. can't he
1: drum and have a solid relationship, too? It's almost like an unhealthy obsession with drumming. Well, he
0: decided that he didn't need it or that he that yeah. it was preventing him from being but the best. That was
1: his decision. Right? All right, he could have gotten laid, too. Like he was he <laughs> yeah. was the
0: one consciously making that decision to make those sacrifices.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just depends what you want to do. I-, I felt like he had some remorse with that character, especially, like, you know, because he calls her um, before his big drum recital and she's like, Yeah, I got a boyfriend, whatever, which is brutal. I think that's yeah. a brutal scene.
2: Mm-hmm. A great scene showing that he had to take responsibility for. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's why
1: asshole. I felt like he did have some remorse for that. Like, yeah, maybe he should have, he could have kept up those personal relationships, but he didn't because of this obsession with drumming. And yeah, he do- the character does take it too far because of Fletcher, mainly.
3: Yeah, but I think at the end, he just kind of, like, throws away any remorse he had, like, drumming for Fletcher and, like, trying to, like, still prove himself to be the best. And, like, I, I feel like the ending, it is kind of bittersweet, like you said, like, because he is getting exactly what he wanted, even if, like, from our perspective, what he wants is, like, seems kind of toxic and, like, not the most healthy, like, route for him to go. And I think it's really telling that, like, There's a shot of his dad during the ending where his dad is just, like, horrified. Like, he's not proud. He's he's just horrified at the direction his son is going. And I think that's, Mm. like, that's That's how a lot of us react as audience members. I interpreted that
1: differently. I thought he was very proud.
3: Ah, okay.
2: Really, I saw it as a look of pain. Because he's spending the whole movie trying to... Yeah. He's trying Mm. to support his son. And he's, like, the only one after he gets humiliated and he comes out and he embraces him. He's kind of the force of positivity but it's not good enough it's not enough for him
0: it's such a crazy mind fuck for me because like I don't I've never felt the way that you guys are saying you feel about the I I guess particularly the ending and like the moral implications of the main character and I guess maybe that just says a bit about myself like (laughs) you know because I've always had this like mentality of like yeah you gotta make fucking sacrifices if you have a drive if you want to do anything with your life you know sort of thing Mm mm-hmm if you want to get to the goals that you th- that you actually believe are important for you, then you have to actually make sure it happens, right? And nothing else matters. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I think he goes beyond reason is the problem.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a tremendous sacrifice,
1: too. Yeah. I think that's what the movie's showing.
0: Like, these things, yeah.
1: they come at a cost.
0: There's a lot of people that are happy not doing that. Like, most people are happy not mm-hmm. doing that. Otherwise, most people would do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it really... Like, I don't know. There's like a... Everybody has, like, a different psyche, and there's some people that just, like, need to have that kind of drive in order to feel fulfilled.
2: Yeah, and it's about the grayness of that line. Of course, but I
1: feel like in this movie, there are these other opportunities that come up, you know, like having a girlfriend or whatever, that he just kind of shuns. But he
0: made the decision not to, though. Like, he decided that that's not the important thing in his life. Yeah. So like as an outsider I mean, where you can say that you would rather have a girlfriend than be a famous drummer that dies of a heroin and overdose at the age of 30, but was remembered by everybody. You can say that because like from your own perspective, it's like, yeah, it's obvious like girlfriend's the way to go, but not everybody's like that. Right. So exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: True, That's what's yeah. so well written about the movie. I really think mm-hmm. it's brilliant in terms of that kind of stuff. It's it's not imposing a view onto it. You take away what you deem valuable mm-hmm. from from the ultimate message, yeah. of it, which is a rare quality.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah.
3: yeah, the only thing with um him like breaking up with his girlfriend, I feel like he did it in just the most like backhanded like disrespectful way like oh yeah he, he he's an basically, he basically she told her it. that like she will
0: prevent <laughs> sorry go on i'll i'll justify that later
3: like she he basically said she'll prevent him from uh <laughs> continuing on on his path like he knows that for a fact and it's just the way he did it he could have just said I, I don't think we should date anymore i'm sorry like i just want to focus on but he just went
0: totally fucking honest about it he was he was well, like true. so like yes he, he, he could have sugarcoated it. <laughs> he could have been like you know, played around what he really wanted to say, but he was being fucking real. And sometimes the truth hurts. Mm-hmm. Also, she fucking deserved it. The, true, yeah. the first thing she did in the entire movie <laughs> with him was play on her fucking power dynamic and, and manipulate his emotions by saying, No, get away. And make him believe that he was being a creep for just asking her out nicely. She deserves to be broken up like that. That is not cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a dick move. Yeah. That's an interesting She she fucking deserves that. They shouldn't have been I like dated. That. I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah fuck her yeah
0: yeah. yeah that's an awful thing to oh, do to who, who is that that's supergirl
1: right that actor she's in it for yeah, like two minutes yeah. but it's like this huge actor
0: yeah.
3: yeah yeah so
1: that's good she got started with that
3: yeah i think that was like before she got like really big like she just had like a supporting part in this movie but yeah uh in, in general though he he does become like more and more of an asshole and i, I think like <laughs> in like you said uh like the toxic environment like in the um uh, in like fletcher's bands like everyone is becomes more of an asshole to each other as it goes along like i've noticed like they start hurling insults like um when he's about to get on stage but he doesn't have his sticks and the other guy's talking to him he's like hey johnny utah turn my pages bitch it's like mm-hmm. he's turning into like a mini version of fletcher mm-hmm. like that he's he's doing like mm-hmm. his own insults that like aren't as good as fletcher's but like it, it's like that's the sort of culture that like yeah Fletcher that. is like Creating. yeah
1: Fletcher is yeah. definitely mm-hmm. an influence on him mm-hmm. and makes him more like he kind of corrupts him
3: yeah well also like
0: this this is just something that happens psychologically with people when they place every single thing on one outcome everything in their life all their eggs in one basket yeah. this is what's going to make or break everything so like a a, a champion fighter you know they spend like years training mm-hmm. up to like one fight and if they lose it's like holy fuck I'm the worst like the emotions that would come from that would just tear mm-hmm. a person apart and that's why there's such like crazy like you know emotional dude bros that freak out about things you know but yeah this mm-hmm. is like the, the only thing that matters to him in his life and if he doesn't get that then his life means nothing right because he's been training this this has yeah. literally defined him so if he is, if he is going to show up and just because he doesn't have his sticks like he doesn't have the part he's like no I'm going to get the fucking part. Like he needs that. He's going mm-hmm. to make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. So it d- it kind of does transform him into this person that you know yeah. <laughs> might not be emotionally healthy.
3: Yeah, I-, I love that scene because it's like he cause it's like he's finally like standing up to Fletcher, which is like no one else in the movie ever mm-hmm. does that. And what I the one line that really gets me is like when Fletcher's like, "I can cut you anytime I want. You would have cut me by now." And just like the pause from Fletcher, like he just he actually like broke through him for a second there before he's just like try Mm -hmm. me you fucking weasel it's like it's just cool to finally see like Fletcher like taken aback by something yeah (laughs) Yeah. like it's just it's satisfying to see him like go down I I love when he starts beating him up uh, after he gets in the car crash too Mm -hmm. it's just like Mm -hmm. yeah just there the the dichotomy between the two of them is just so interesting just like Fletcher's reaction to the
1: car accident too I liked because it's I guess it's like a mild amount of concern, but it's mostly like what the fuck.
3: Like yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: just confused, which I thought Pissed was perfect. Him, yeah. Like it was so yeah. in character. And I was just very curious how he would react.
3: He's not yeah. he's not like concerned about his health. He's just like why the no, fuck. No, not are you really. On my drum set. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just perfect.
1: It's pretty funny.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then that ending uh when he's like when he gives him the wrong fucking music, that's just insane because at that point I it's like you think maybe fletcher has cooled down since getting fired he's like reevaluated things he wants revenge but but no it's just his Mm -hmm. fucking revenge and that's such a satisfying line when he's like you think i'm fucking stupid i knew it was you it's just like oh god your heart drops (laughs) at that moment
0: it's like just yeah Yeah, well it goes back to that that
1: bar scene like when they meet in that i guess the club or jazz club or whatever they're not really student teacher it's not that kind of dynamic anymore it's more just Mm -hmm. two adults and yeah. so Fletcher takes advantage of it, like, okay, I'm gonna trick this guy and fucking ruin his career, which is, you know, a over- totally yeah. Fletcher hilarious thing to do. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, so like the final, I guess, the defining moment of Neiman's career almost is is like a total ambush. Um, mm. But he he takes advantage of it, and and I think that was good too. The they they're establishing drums um i guess because it's a very loud like intense instrument it's I think physical it goes along with the tone of the i mean movie. all of them are physical yeah, so but physical. like he's literally yeah, wailing
0: on that shit throughout the entire movie yeah like.
1: very loud but also i think that's set up for the ending where i do think it's like the loudest or it could be the loudest instrument yeah and he just starts wailing on it everyone yeah. has to go along with him because there's no way he
0: the know, core it's the yeah, rhythm if something is mm-hmm. wrong with the drums, the whole band sounds fucked. You could be like one of the the three trumpet players and like maybe do a wrong note, nobody will notice. Fletcher will notice. But like if you're the drums, mm-hmm. like it's everything's riding on you to to like actually mm-hmm. keep things together. Like you without the yeah. drums if you're doing something fucked up, everybody gets fucked up in the band. And so there's that much more pressure. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect instrument. It's uh, for the for the stakes of the film, for the character and his physicality. For the tone of the soundtrack and the rhythms and like it's just it wouldn't have worked the same if he was playing clarinet the Imagery the blood mm. and sweat against mm-hmm. the symbols like that's
1: such yeah. an iconic moment in my brain. Yeah, you know <laughs> mm. It's etched in there. Uh, it's it's excellent. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
3: there's a lot of great choices in the editing too mm. like I'd I love when he's like mm. slapping him during their first like session together and it just like cuts to each side of his face after every one, two, three, four, it's like yeah. just yeah. that yeah. rhythm is like so nice. There's so many like great touches like that in the editing over the course uh-huh. of the film.
1: Yeah, the editing's excellent. The drum sequences editing's excellent. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of different angles, yeah.
0: and it's all very convincing from like a perspective of knowing what sounds are coming from what parts of each instrument, sort of thing. A mm-hmm. lot of movies mm-hmm. that show music or sh- you know show people playing music in the movies, they don't give a shit a lot of movies like that they just it it looks so fake unfortunately <laughs> but it's difficult
1: yeah. i think it's difficult to do that if
0: you if you're a person that knows music and you're directing a movie you can make it happen of course For the part yeah. where jk simmons is playing the piano at the bar yeah. the piano notes looked very very convincing it mm-hmm. it didn't look like it was being cheated like jk simmons might have just learned 10 seconds worth of that actual song uh just where it showed you know the seamless mm. him playing it you know you can tell it's him doing it um but yeah mm-hmm. like i i love mm-hmm. directors that do care about music and the way music is shown in their film whether it's something that's happening you know diegetically or not this same director Damien chazelle even though this is his uh, directorial debut feature length um he wrote a film called grand piano uh, directed by somebody else, and it stars Elijah Wood, and it's very short. Also, <laughs> it's very low commitment, but it's so much fun and so stu- it's a, it's a lot s- more stupid yeah. and cheesy. I've seen Grand Piano. It's funny. Oh, it's so fun! Oh, yeah. I love it. It's it's a little like bit of a guilty pleasure sort of thing. It's really dumb, but like. Concept is, he's like a washed up uh, pianist and he's like trying to redeem his career with this one show. But then there's a sniper and he says, if you play one wrong note, you'll die. And he's like, whoa! <laughs> and, like, <laughs> just, and there's the, the, the soundtrack yeah. and the intensity of it. It's like, very much like Whiplash, there's a lot riding on right. him getting the notes right sort of thing. It's a lot of fun. Right. The pacing <laughs> is very quick, a lot like Whiplash. Yeah. And
1: yeah. It's very It's very exciting. Like the first hour of that movie is very... Engaging. It's it's funny. Oh. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I get. It. Yeah, but this is like much more serious. This is
0: actually like a real movie, like mm-hmm. a drama that works. Which is mm-hmm. interesting because at the same time, it's also very cartoonish. It, the The whole drill mm-hmm. sergeant little, yeah. uh, aspect to this, and like you know, it, it's it's a little over the top. Like, this is not what a regular yeah. music music school is like. And yeah, I guess, you know, that there's legal consequences in the film. Obviously, this was a bit abnormal even in the film's universe. But, like, everything's exaggerated a little in terms of, like, the stakes and what emotions the characters are going through. And, you know, it kind, mm-hmm. kind of brings almost like a mm-hmm. black swan type of thing, like this pressure of this environment and, like, growing up and trying to, like, fulfill your goals and getting things right and your peers and competing with them and all that shit. It feels very cartoonish, but it's just at the right point before it would just go way off the edge and feel stupid. Like, it's still mm-hmm. a serious yeah. movie.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's
0: rides
1: right. that line. Yeah. It's, it's a genre movie. It's a thriller. But it's also like an art house of drama that you would just kind of see at an indie film festival. And it rides that mm-hmm. perfect line, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think. it's it's just cartoonish enough yeah it's it's really intense it's clearly going for that kind of uh intensity or or thriller vibes but not uh it's not boring i don't know it's not Mm -hmm. gene (laughs) dealman
3: hey
0: (laughs)
1: but it's still something you would see in that kind of festival environment you know i think that's why it works
3: Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's, like, a very accessible movie. Like, it has a lot of, like, really engaging themes. And, like, it's just such a, like, well-constructed narrative. But, like, it's also, like, just engaging. And, like, I feel like I could Mm -hmm. have my friends, like, watch it and they would have a good time.
4: Yeah, recommend it
3: to anybody. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: yeah who dislikes whiplash yeah, yeah i've shown yeah. this
1: to a few friends of mine like just watching it with them and yeah they don't want to shut it off because it's so good yeah yeah They're
0: like wow that was fucking awesome that's it's, one of the best yeah. movies
1: i've ever seen i'm like yeah it is it's fucking intense it's
0: a great character dynamic movie and that's like uh-huh. like the drums yeah. make it so much better but at its core really it is just two people yelling at each other <laughs> and because of how well they bounce off of each other and like the emotional stakes yeah. associated with like these characters and how they interact with each other it's just it it carries the whole movie fucking jk simmons is so great miles teller mm-hmm. he's not doing anything much after fant four stick i don't think he was in that winding <laughs> reffin show i don't know what yeah he's, doing he's a good actor yeah.
1: he's um he's in the top gun the new top gun which oh, got delayed to november sadly. that will be yeah. So he's in that i'm looking forward to it <laughs>
4: <laughs> pew, pew,
1: pew. top gun's great have you seen that not yet i'm aware of what it seen. is
4: Mm-mm. yeah you're aware yeah,
1: yeah. yeah everyone knows top gun no? exactly that'll be great mm. yeah i must a good actor i think fan four stick was a misstep no i really liked him in this movie <laughs> <laughs> and he's got he's got a look where he's not a he's not a pretty boy he's got some He's scars. Not like tom holland in that last movie yeah he's got see yeah,
2: got scars
1: yeah oh, oh he I should be, be the next scar. jokester he should be <laughs> he's better than jared <laughs> leto true <laughs> But he's got this look where he's not the traditional leading man. He looks kind of weird. And he is a weirdo in this movie. I think that works to the character's advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like his character. He feels awkward and um very driven by this one goal. You could tell like he hasn't mm-hmm. really done anything else with his life except drum. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is great.
0: I think that's really good. I think that's perfect. Something I want to talk about is just how effectively the film communicates the essentials right so one of the essentials is like Mm. okay the jk simmons character we need to establish just how important and like revered and intimidating this character is how much other characters put him on a pedestal and so the first establishing moments of this character and how other characters talk about this character you know the the miles teller is in the theater with his dad and he talks about how jk simmons saw him practice and the way that that is written they don't say his name he just says oh he watched me play and he's like how'd it go he already knows right and so it's just that little detail Mm -hmm. of like establishing like oh this is a big deal because they didn't even have to communicate with each other nobody asked who's that he didn't even say his name he just said he (laughs) <laughs> he saw me perform today and the dead already yeah. fucking knew and so stuff like that is just like really effective at Communicating the basics the essentials of, of what needs to happen in the script and you know Also the conversations that miles teller has with like his classmates and stuff and how as soon as JK Simmons enters the room Like everybody's just fucking like silent, you know like pin drop Yeah, Like you know like even even just their because of how the yeah, yeah just because of how the film is communicating It's very effective at communicating these really essential basic ideas, which it seems crazy to think that a lot of films don't, but you know you got to appreciate when it's done right. It, it seems so simple, but mm-hmm. it's just it's apparently not. You know,
2: <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Um, yeah. yeah, one of my favorite story beats is the um, the music going missing, and and the whole <laughs> question mark. Oh, behind yeah, that yeah. And
0: man, that's like one of my least favorite parts.
2: Really, I think no, it's I really important part. to have that in there, and the fact they don't uh. give you a concrete answer. Yes, because they're really uh-huh. building him up, and really like that dinner scene. They really kind of establishes motivations, and you see that he'll do anything. So you're really left there thinking he he could have done that on purpose and sabotaged him. It's what he's been taught by his teacher. It's just mm-hmm. like repeating you similar yeah. patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: However,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I,
0: agree, I completely agree with you that I love that being there. I don't think the way that it was shot was effective I can see that. in yeah. doing that because if mm-hmm. let's say if let's say he went to the bathroom, had to set it down, came out, you know, like set it down on the thing behind him, pissed at the urinal, turned around and then it was gone. That would have worked so much better because then there would be an actual question. The way they shot it, he's like he literally it's right next to him. Nobody else is there. He just takes a sip of Pepsi and it's gone. It's like okay, well Nobody like either it vaporized or he did something, and then it cut because nobody could have done anything there. It was right in front of him, right, mm-hmm. so I feel like yeah. if you just had a bit more to it,
2: it's more the implication knock on effect, I love
0: no, exactly, but you could still have that without yeah it literally yeah, the only sure. option being either vaporized or <laughs> he threw it out and they just didn't mm-hmm. show it. yeah, yeah, right <laughs> yeah, like nobody else could have taken I would have loved to have been thinking, what if Fletcher took it? I would have loved for that yeah, to that... be a possibility in my mind, and maybe perhaps that was the intention, but the way it was shot, it's not possible.
3: Yeah, I remember somebody, like, left a comment on one of my videos when I talked about that scene, and um, they said, like, yeah, Fletcher took it, because I think, I think they said you you can see, like, the folder, like, later in the movie with, like, Fletcher's belongings, and it has, like, the markings that the other kid left in it. I'm I'm not sure if that's true or not, but, like... Yeah, but I see what you mean. Like I I like the idea that Fletcher took it, but the way it is shot, yeah, it seems kind of weird that like Fletcher could have just yeah, swiped it. It rules
0: out the possibilities because of how it was shot, unfortunately. Yeah. And just yeah, yeah, a really simple fix. He could just have him turn around for a second at a urinal. He's occupied. He's not look- he doesn't have a mirror in front of him. So Anybody could have walked in and taken it in that moment of time. That would have been an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. but they yeah. wanted a Pepsi product placement, I guess, helps fund the film.
1: Yeah that the, that didn't bother me really at all. The film is so fast paced, like that I just kind of glanced over that.
2: Oh, yeah, I was into the politics and kind of betrayal of it,
1: and the the magical realism. It's not it's not that realistic of a movie or that it's a very yeah. um drum. It's very dramatic, I think mm-hmm. this whole film, and I like that about it, like the car yeah. accident. You know, yeah. it's, it's like every it's like possible over-tap. turn in which every possible turn in which this character can be tested he is and that's because that's the way this movie's interesting you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, car accident this this and I, I like that
0: about the movie i don't
2: know yeah he has to be pushed for the to the limit yeah the, uh-huh. the i i it yeah. doesn't
0: it doesn't like ruin the film or anything for me i'm just saying i if no. i if, yeah. if within 10 seconds i can think of like a way better way of how it would could have been shot that doesn't even cost any more money like, there's there's mm-hmm. one other thing yeah. I don't like about this movie, actually. And that has to do the with the scene? writing. Yeah, the dinner scene writing. You nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. It's so transparent. I wish... Again, I like the ideas. Obviously, they're very important to set up. You know, his passion, how he doesn't fit in. He's a bit being a bit of an outcast. He doesn't care about having friends. Other people around him obviously have the different perspective. He doesn't care about the overdose Mm -hmm. sort of thing, blah, blah, blah. That can be communicated without the writing being so fucking transparent and obvious. Everything else about the movie is great.
2: It is very overt, isn't it?
1: The issue with that scene is that's the point of the scene. And that's not the way other scenes in this movie are like the ending. I don't know what the point of the ending is. There's a lot of different ways to take it. That scene, I, uh, you know, I feel that same thing. Like, what is he doing all this for if the general people in his life, like his family, who he would see often, are just kind of like, they don't even know what the fuck he's talking about or they don't care, right? They're like, oh, you're doing your drumming thing or whatever? I understand that. But it's, mm-hmm. it's it, there needs to be other things going on. I don't know. The scene was too short. It it, it was That's just one. Too, I felt, yeah, yeah. I, I could see transparent. That, yeah. I felt like that scene could have been the first 20 minutes of the movie. You know like I could could have gotten to know his whole family
3: And I would have been like wow okay
4: Yeah
0: I don't know mind that scene
3: personally but yeah You could
0: just communicate the same ideas without it being so obvious Like Damien Giselle's a
1: very um He's a very eccentric filmmaker He likes like the The emotion And like the spectacle Mm -hmm. Like that's why he does musicals and shit like that Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe his character stuff is I I guess it's fine in this Mm -hmm. movie but I, I like the excitement of the movie. I think that's what makes it work. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The visual flair.
1: Yeah, that's why it's just like,
0: eh. Well, it's it's because there's a very obvious goal for that scene to take place, and that's the only reason why the scene takes place, right? Like, it, it, there needs to be yeah. something more to it, where it's not just like, okay, this is the only reason why this character is here saying this thing It's to communicate this idea, sort of. Like, it it needs to feel less transparent. There needs to be some other justification for it or maybe just have it written in a more natural kind of way. Um, It's difficult to pinpoint exactly what's wrong with it. It just feels like such a fake scene.
2: Convenient, yeah.
0: Yeah, kind of convenient and more just like amateurly written compared to the rest of the film. It Mm -hmm. really does.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Because it's Blumhouse. like kind of preachy
3: in a way. (laughs) Yeah, it it doesn't bother bother me personally because I still like a lot of uh, what that scene sets up in terms Mm -hmm. of like him explaining, like, the whole Charlie Parker thing. And, like, I don't know. It's, like, I like the whole, like, showing that how sports are more valued than, like, music-related things. Like, that's something I've had to deal with as well.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's excellent, too. The exact same ideas I would love to be communicated, just handled differently. So, like, same thing with the fucking thing going missing. It's not... I, I, I love that those things are in the film. Like, they're totally... They need to be there for the beats of the film and the story to happen, but I just wish more care was placed into how they happened instead of just, it happens because it needs to, and it's obvious for that reason sort of thing. Like, I, obviously, yeah. yeah, these things need to be there, it's just, they it could have been handled a bit differently.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean.
0: Otherwise, I mean, like, I love the movie.
1: Those would be my only criticism. That That's that one scene, yeah. Like, that's just a criticism. Mm-hmm. I love this movie, and... You know, just trying to find something wrong with it. I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's so engaging. Yeah, yeah. It completely blew me away the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just stunned at the end of it because the ending is fucking awesome.
0: Like oh the last yeah, time of it. yeah, yeah. It's one of the best endings. Of any movie,
2: it's like the most exciting showdown. It's a great it's so showdown. Exciting. There's
0: no dialogue, you know, so it's completely yeah. dialogue-less.
1: and you don't even really mm. notice. You're just so engaged in what's happening.
2: Yeah, I, I love the progression
3: uh, of like Fletcher in that scene. How he starts out like, Neiman, what the fuck?" And then, but then yeah. as it goes along, he gets more into yeah. it, and then he like fixes he like fixes his yeah, uh, yeah. symbol yeah. when it breaks. It- it's just like he's like on yeah. his side at that point. It's just like it's exciting to see
2: uh-huh. a huge range of it was emotions. Perfect.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. yeah that's
1: what i mean about the bittersweetness because you know neiman's a dickhead and he's kind of lured him to the dark side of it but it's also like they're getting along they're like teaming
0: up working together (laughs) like
1: it's very satisfying Mm -hmm.
0: to see Mm -hmm. them like on the same page finally like he has some respect for him there's a Mm -hmm. perspective shot near the beginning of it when he's like starting to take control over the scene oh yeah it looks like just because of how it's angled and how it's blocked it looks like Fletcher gets hit by the symbol when he shows up. He's like, "What the fuck!" But he doesn't. Obviously, and the movie is not to make you Uh, believe that he does. But it's supposed to make you think he was like really close to it. And even though that symbol wasn't like technically out of place in the song, like it was still at a moment where it would make logical sense to appear in the song. It almost like it's there's this weird implication of like I hit that hard to throw you off, and you were next to it, and I'm mad at you, and I'm Uh taking control now. And just these like kind of cool. Moments like that. When and I mouth's fuck you as well.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dialog
1: list, but it communicates like a very specific point, like immediately. You're like, yeah, that was great. The whole ending yeah. is fantastic. The editing, the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the orange glow lighting of the movie, yeah. I thought was, you know, very purposeful, yeah. unique. There's this yeah, scene where, like, he's breaking so up intense. with his girlfriend. That scene was, like, very cold lighting mm-hmm. and, like, bluish, mm-hmm. I noticed. So, I guess they were going something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was. They were going for something there. Yeah, I, I yeah. like that choice. I thought it was really um, deliberate. Whenever he's practicing, basically, it's orange, right? The mm-hmm. lighting? Like, in the practice room, mm-hmm. when he's on stage, yeah. at the end.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another cool comparison between, like, the short film and the movie. Like, the, the movie has, like, kind of flat lighting. It's it's just, like, it's mm-hmm. not really anything special. And then exactly. you compare it to, like, what Damien Chazelle can do with a budget. It's, like, the, the lighting is mm-hmm. so harsh in right. the practice room. And it's, like, so visually interesting. Because it's
1: seen as, like... This, this orange, like, tinge is almost seen as, like, a like a technical flaw, almost. Like, it's, like you didn't white balance the camera correctly. That's why the original one, it kind of looks flat. Like, I agree with you. Like, I like yeah. the short film, but it looks flat. And I love the look of this movie because it did that orange tinge, but it, it, it used it organically and it used it in a way that's very, you know, artful. Like, it's yeah. communicating his passion mm. for drums. Yeah. And then when he's breaking up with his girlfriend, it's that cold lighting mm-hmm. again. Or, like, during the date scenes or scenes with his dad, you know, it, it didn't yeah. feel like a flaw. It's act, it actually enhanced the movie a lot. It was yeah. a very noticeable choice. It like a distinction.
0: It also felt very natural to like that school environment too. Mm-hmm.
1: Even pe- my f- like friends of mine who don't know anything about movies, they were like, oh, what's with the orange lighting? Like, why was that a, a choice that they made? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, mm-hmm.
0: they, they noticed that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, it also felt like a bit natural towards the uh, like kind of school Band room environment sort of thing too like i've it, mm-hmm. I've always felt yeah. that they kind of have that kind of a tinge whenever I've been in one of those rooms, you know,
1: yeah, either orange or like green, like really ugly like yeah. lighting <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's another example of the the blocking that I really enjoyed, and it's kind of subtle when Fletcher brings in his rival classmate, whatever the muscle hunk dude or whatever to play the drums Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. to intimidate neiman or whatever and he and he tells neiman like no this is you you fucked it up let him have a try he's like what are you serious and then the moment the the first the first instance of this rival classmate being able to play the drums you can see neiman is just like uncomfortably close standing behind him whereas like in every other scene (laughs) he would be like sitting next to turning the pages or whatever but in this instance he's like so close to him Almost in a way to, to like try to like mess him up, but nothing is communicated about that. It's just like in the blocking of the scene. It's in how it's staged. And it's very effective mm-hmm. because you can yeah. see yeah,
2: to impose him.
0: the intentions of his character, the emotions of his character. Obviously, he's having like a bit of a mental breakdown just standing there, but he's not gonna say anything because he's trying to impress the you know, Fletcher or whatever. So yeah.
1: Fletcher creates like a very competitive environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like totally takes advantage of his power and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I think that's a theme of the movie as well.
0: He's a little bit abusive.
2: Yeah, massively abusive.
1: <laughs> yeah, people taking advantage yeah. of their power or even specifically how the education system kind of... They don't really teach you anything. They just kind of enforce this competitive mentality into your head where like yeah. every student is a fucking enemy and you you have to be better than them. you got to <laughs> you fight know? to get to the uh, top yeah, yeah, fight them. They're like, they're not your friend. You're not there to learn from them. And yeah. it's that it's that environment that's so messed up. And, and uh, even Fletcher has like... He has this backstory with this other student who I think committed suicide yeah. or something like that. Sean Casey. Um, yeah. And it's like this one bit of like this glimmer of humanity in this character.
0: Yeah, but he lies about it and says it was a car accident. Yeah. yeah.
1: He
3: doesn't want to feel accountable.
1: But I, I always, I didn't take that as a negative toward like, I don't think he's manipulating people. I think mm. he can't even confront like his own guilt. You know, they Maybe. say you on the fact
2: yeah. that he believes everything he says.
1: He seems like a total narcissist. He seems like someone so delusional in his own head. Because you kinda have mm-hmm. to be to like manipulate people and yell at people in that way while also yeah. having yeah. to deal with that guilt of like yeah. having someone like you know, killed because of you. Um, I don't know. I think it was a very interesting character. That gave him a lot of mm-hmm. dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that scene.
3: Yeah. The other thing, Adam, with the, uh, scene you were talking about, like, what I like about that scene, too, is, um, the way after, uh, I think Connolly, his name is, is like, after he's done on the drums, Fletcher's like, perfect, Connolly. It's like, knowing Fletcher, he would never, like, say something's perfect. It's, especially later on in the movie mm-hmm. where he says, like, that good job or the, is yeah. the two most powerful yeah. words. It's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's very clear that he's, like, using Connolly to manipulate Andrew into, and yeah. like, trying harder. So it's like, and I really like that. Just, it's, So devious, just using people like that as a means to an end. Very manipulative. It's just another Another great aspect of his character.
0: Well, even that moment where, like, the first thing he does right after Neiman is in the class for the first time and they take, like, a little break and he stands outside and talks to him, he's like, You know what? You're here for a reason. Don't let any of this get to you. He, like, has this, you know, like, just don't worry about anything. And then as soon as they go back (laughs) in, he's, like, fucking yelling at him again, making him cry. And just like, yeah, holy yeah. shit, like oh, yeah. yeah. mind fucking him. Crazy, yeah. c- crazy manipulation, another reason I love this film
1: it's it's yeah. very educational in terms of like social interactions, like maybe when someone tells you good job, maybe they're just manipulating you to you know for <laughs> yeah. someone else's like you know like it's just like that, like yeah, maybe mm-hmm. people are actually very manipulative in that environment down mm-hmm. yeah. in real life or like every day, just in that environment, yeah. you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. people want they want to be the best you know it's it's rough
3: yeah and the the other thing with the scene where he's like hey you're here for a reason like i I like how he kind of gathers like ammo by like asking him hey what do your parents do like he finds out his dad's a high school teacher and then he like uses that against him later on
2: his mother's death it's
3: like he's just so casually like yeah let's uh let's hear about your life and stuff like that and it's all just like ammo for him to like throw back Like, hurl back at him Mm -hmm. during the class. It's just, like, so sadistic. Yeah. Just so evil. Yeah, like, any amount
1: of humanity is, like, weakness. He
0: drains that out of you.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Anytime he, like, seems like a human, it's just him deceiving people.
0: I'd be Mm -hmm. more comfortable with Fletcher existing if there was some sort of, like, consent to this. If if his classmates signed a waiver saying, like, you're going to be bullied this entire time. (laughs) And then at the end of it, some dropped out because of emotional distress. and, And some made it big because of the environment. If that's what happened, then that, you know, power to him he has like weird teaching methods but he kind of just does this to yeah. a class <laughs> he kind of just does this to yeah. people and is incredibly yeah. well, manipulative
2: yeah. about it, you know? he's decided on his own
1: Damien Chazelle like you were mentioning the musical accuracy of the movie mm-hmm. I believe this is very similar to an experience he went through in real life Oh yeah, right. or at least that's what he talked about in interviews yeah. how yeah, like I I Fletcher's kind of based on a real teacher he had mm-hmm. in like band class yeah. in
0: college I think that's awesome
3: uh, Yeah, th- I know there are teachers like that who are just like so like verbally oh, abusive yeah. and you I want like, live up just liking- like not 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 anything mm-hmm. like as bad as fletcher probably but like probably not people yeah there, there are pro- definitely teachers like that where yeah. it's like and the
1: thing what that happens when that goes on for so long in that kind of environment it just becomes expected and so, yeah. like, the students just like, you know, like, if people are, like th- these teachers are just assholes, like in real life as well. You know? yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just a given. Like, these students go into it knowing it's going to be a miserable, ex- miserable experience, but they're going to endure it only to get that goal. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how much they want it. Um, I think that's kind mm-hmm. of a sad reality as well that the movie confronts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. I'm I'm sure most asshole teachers are not doing it to breed the next Charlie Parker or whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm sure most of them yeah. are just on a power <laughs> trip and just get off on on uh-huh. the, the authority they have over others. But
1: Yeah. There's a lot to say about with this movie.
3: Yeah. Definitely. It captures
1: the city really well. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I think that too. It wasn't entirely shot in New York, but like especially the opening I love. Mm-hmm. Um where it's just all the shots of yeah. of the of the city and he's like walking or whatever like i love that or the pizzeria mm-hmm. like that stuff it, it felt very organic yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah this is a pretty phenomenal first movie for Damien giselle yep. yeah we shit no, yeah. on his apple ad have you seen his apple ad
0: no i don't think i so. think i did watch that
1: actually it's terrible jamie <laughs> giselle <laughs> oh wait uh, but, oh that like, stupid we, we thing yeah we did, we did watch that yeah yeah, yeah that we ad. did uh but like You know, I I love him as a director. I think this is his best movie. Yeah, movie. Yeah. This is a super amazing like piece of work. It's so like there's so much passion behind it.
3: Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I just
1: get that sense. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's very inspired, yeah. It's a great fucking first movie.
0: What'd you get out of ten? God damn.
3: I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Big shock there. Since I said it was my favorite movie. It would be I would funny give if I gave nine. it like an eight out of ten, and like, yep, <laughs> my favorite movie. Oh, six. six. Nothing <laughs> has been better than an eight out of ten, in my opinion. Yeah. I would yeah.
1: give it a nine only because of like a couple scenes, with like minor criticisms. But yeah, this movie blew me away when I first saw it, and every time after, like, I really like it. So,
2: yeah, I think a four and a half star nine is about right. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I was completely blown away the first time, but
0: <laughs> I thought I was going to be the only person giving it a nine made me feel <laughs> no, is is it's the there yeah yeah i want I want mm. to give it a ten the the, the last is scene a is a 10. ten, much of the movie yeah. is a ten yeah, no doubt, lots of the movie is a ten little little bit of rooms for improvement, tiny little bit of things that I would have uh, yeah. rather had handled a different way, but still love it, um, yeah, the ending sequence particularly is just so so engaging. I was taking notes throughout much of the movie, you know, just have like a little notepad open on my laptop, Uh sort of thing. And then, like, even though there were things I wanted to like write down about the ending sequence, I was like, no, I just closed my laptop and I just watched it because I was like, just wanted to experience only. Like, there's no point. I could just remember that after, you know, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna take away from this moment because I know it's just so, so engaging and so well done. It's one of the best endings. Ever, I think. Mm-hmm. It's really, really mm, satisfying. Definitely. And it goes on for a while. And it's Yeah. Original it. thrilling. Nine out of ten. Great
1: movie. Yeah. yeah. and well, um, Land is great too. Not as scary though. Yeah, I'll be watching that again uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: sometime soon. Yeah.
2: All right, let's do some questions from the Sardonicast community then. If you want to leave your own questions, head over to the subreddit suggestion thread. Where you can ask whatever you like. Number two, DreamWorks fan is going to start us off. What are your thoughts on the Space Dram trailer? Dram? And are you getting tired of? M- yeah, sorry. Let me try that again. What are your thoughts on the Space Jam trailer? And are you getting tired of massive crossover movies? Um, yes. No, I'm never going to get tired of them. I thought that trailer looked badass. Really? I thought yeah, that, like, I thought it trash, looked great. <laughs>
4: I don't believe you, Ralph. I th-
0: it looked <laughs> awful. I mean,
1: what did you expect from Space Jam Two? Trailer? I'm like, I wasn't expecting Game of Thrones references. I'll say that. Or
0: Clockwork Orange. Uh, Clockwork
4: yeah. Orange. Yeah.
2: I was. Yeah. I was thrilled that 2D animation was actually in it. Um, a little it bit. Looks I not know. So how...
0: much yeah. lazier than like the 96 yeah. animation. No, it does it worse than the 90s because it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of like digital keyframe shit where you don't actually draw every frame, and so it's just much cheaper. And It looks cheaper. It looks stupid. The lip-syncing animation on LeBron in the trailer was just, like, so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. the CG shit comes, and it looks cheap as shit, too. It looks awful. <laughs> Everything just looks really, really, like... Yeah. It looks awful. This is from the director of
3: Scary Movie 5, so
0: whatever. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, really. I'm
3: just tired of this whole, like, uh, corporate-mandated crossover thing with, like, every IP that I guess, like... Kind of started with the Lego movie, but it was done okay there, and then, like, Mm -hmm. kept going to Ready Player One, and then fucking, like, Ralph breaks the internet. Like, I'm so fucking tired of it. It's like, everyone just kind of copies what Marvel does, and it's like, Marvel built up to having a big crossover over 11 years, and it's just like, everyone else just, they just take a look at the end of Endgame, and it's like, hey, let's just jump straight into that. Let's just have every character on screen. It's satisfying,
2: at once. like in Marvel, though, because they're all like they exist in the same universe. It's it's just strange when you have yeah, Iron Giant sense running movie. around yeah. with like these two D characters. Yeah. yeah, it is.
3: But like, yeah, people just take the wrong lessons from Marvel's success.
0: It's to advertise the titles on their streaming platform. Yeah, look at all the things we got.
2: Yeah, well, I just find the Iron Giant one so strange because <laughs> Iron Giant wasn't like a big monetary success. Whatsoever. But it's when a it cult thing. Out. Yeah, it is a cult yeah. thing. So it's, it's all like over by one about in this it movie. To this day. Yeah. Yep, mm, Can't yeah, wait. That's the motivations known, doesn't it?
0: Could you imagine like a Lionsgate doing this? They got like Katniss Everdeen. They got Hellboy. They got Medea. <laughs> and it would all be in the woods. Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, Jigsaw. <laughs> Shit, yeah. that would be a good
2: thing. I'd rather see that than Space Jam 2. <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be actually kind of
4: funny. <laughs> was, In time
2: Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. when we were talking about the original Space Jam, part of the fun of it is just the fact that it is like the time capsule 90s. I can't believe this was made. This is so stupid thing with the music and everything. So bringing it back for nostalgia purposes and doing like remixes of songs from the first movie, it seems so tacky and desperate.
0: It had a killer soundtrack. Yeah. Something that this movie won't have. Yeah, probably yeah, it's just not. Just a bunch
2: of references and like, the same gags.
0: The first
1: one isn't high art, though. Like, if this is funny, it's then not, it'll but be it was fine. Pure. Like, I just want to watch a funny it movie. It was pure. It was pure. That I'll give it. Uh, and that movie's funny too. I think both genuinely and and like ironically. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: there's a lot to love about Space Jam.
1: If this movie's funny and entertaining, then whatever.
0: You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's not gonna I'm not, be like they showed the best parts in the I'm trailer right. I'm feeling hatred for it. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> it looks it looks so fucking it's it looks cynical, you know? It looks like it it's just it's uh-huh. made for the wrong yeah. reasons. And I guess like yeah, mm-hmm. it's Space Jam 2 in the year 2021. It might as well just be a gigantic nostalgic cash grab thing, but it could have been it could have been something that at least tried in some way to recapture the spirit of the original if you're going to capitalize off of these previously existing ips then perhaps maybe if you had a little bit of a soul you would try to recapture some (laughs) of the energy some of the tone some of the design some of the feel of these ips because obviously you're banking on people seeing the movie because they recognize these things why would you make them the movie nothing like these things? You look at fucking CG Fred mm. Flintstone. He looks like a monster. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> now Lola Bunny's just Lolly Bunny. She's a fucking child now.
4: <laughs> yeah, because the
2: SpongeBob movies started doing this, didn't they? Where they prefer to be live action slash CG as opposed to the original mm. 2D form that they were in. It's not a trend I really enjoy. The new SpongeBob yeah. movie? Well, you know, they've done it for a couple of their movies now, haven't they? Yeah. Where it like turns into a. Yeah, I don't I
1: don't even mind the CGI like I think that's fine. You want to change the art style I actually don't think kids want to see that shit even anymore 2d. Yeah, they (laughs) they hate (laughs) 2 D.
0: Don't know I'm not a child Yeah, I can tell you what I would rather watch and it's not even like yeah, whatever like CG 2d stop-motion doesn't matter really like I want some variety. I don't want 2D to be killed mm-hmm. off as a as a medium. And it all depends on how much passion and effort you're putting into it. The problem I have with a lot of these, like, we're doing it in CG now movies, is not because of the format, not the medium, but because they're doing it in a way where it's like, okay, obviously you're doing it just in a way that's easier and cheaper, right? Some people got mad at me because I said that 3D is cheaper. I don't mean, like, in every instance. Obviously, fucking james cameron avatar or planet of the apes or like anything that's like a real huge budget cg thing is mm-hmm. obviously going to be more expensive uh to produce than traditional animation and it depends what kind of traditional animation you're comparing it to because if you're going by like the 2d shots in space jam that's just like keyframe flash shit like that's not it's like not even really 2d animation anymore Mm -hmm. It's not like old
1: Mickey Mouse cartoons I'm talking about like traditional drawing drawing every frame at
0: 24 (laughs) frames per second Sort of thing right exactly compared to the quality of animation In Space Jam or the Spongebob thing where it's like okay. These are really Really simple textures here like you look at Lola Bunny's fur. It's like holy shit. This is like PS2 game shit like they didn't, they didn't try mm-hmm. at all. Like they obviously did this in a really cheap way. I could be wrong. I'm yeah. not an animator. I, d- I don't have all the numbers. I guess, but that's how I feel anyway. I mean, either yeah. way, it looks like trash. So.
1: It looks bad. I just thought the trailer was fine, and I haven't thought about thought. It, I haven't fine. thought about it much since.
0: Yeah, I thought it'll be. I think it'll be great for kids. Did you like the grandma? She she did a kicks and stuff. Oh, that was an epic moment.
1: It's gonna be epic. I thought okay. that was an epic moment.
0: You're gonna watch it day one. <laughs> Super. Epic. You see it on release date? Yeah, it'll be on HBO Max, right, or whatever. Yep, HBO. It'll be on some service.
1: Yeah, I'll watch it there. Yeah, that sounds fun.
3: I admittedly have not seen the first Space Jam yet, but I will have watch to it. watch it before Space That's Jam. That's cool. Two. I'm sure. I'm sure the first one will be much better. I'm sure it'll be much better than this new one. It's a rite of passage yeah. into adulthood.
1: That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need. I rented that one from the library when I was like a little kid. Oh, library On VHS. Maybe. Yeah, nice. Space Jam is a classic. It is. It really is. That's why I recommended it. I recommended it for the show, <laughs> and we watched it. Yeah, it's, nice. it's fucking hilarious. One of yeah. the
2: first CDs I owned, the soundtrack to that movie.
1: It's <laughs> so
0: good. It's a fucking. Well, the killer soundtrack, soundtrack is soundtrack. actually iconic. I yeah,
2: I can fly. Yeah, yeah it's that's awesome.
0: part of what helped the first movie. They knew what they yeah. were doing. Yeah. Uh, it was uh-huh. like fucking number uh-huh. one Billboard shit for like a stupid Looney Tunes movie starring a basketball player.
1: (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. But like the soundtrack being so good sold the movie a lot. Like, because it gets a lot of plays on the radio and then people go see the movie. It's just an ad for the movie, yeah. uh, That James Bond movie Mm -hmm. that that came out, Skyfall, like that song was huge and that movie made so much money. It made much more than Quantum of Solace. And that happens with a lot of different things. Or Titanic, like Titanic was one, right? Yeah. The Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The <laughs> heart will go on. I'm sure that movie made a lot more money because people heard that song on the radio.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. It looks bad. I hate it. Next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to happen with this one, though. <laughs> Charlie's Angels is another one. And then, like, the new Charlie's Destiny's Angels Child. bombed. And then Elizabeth Banks is like, "Oh, it's because men are sexist or something. Like, like men don't want to see the movie. Yeah, whatever it is. It's because like, it's, it's not Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and whoever Drew Barrymore. And yeah. it's because it's not that soundtrack. Yeah. The soundtrack sold a it. Killer they soundtrack. They had Beyonce promoting I think. the movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's just not the same thing, right? To blame men for that. Come on, Elizabeth Banks. What are you depend doing? on me if I want it. Yeah, it's not my fault. I love that song. Yeah, Destiny's Child. Yeah, Charlie's Angels,
2: is a classic. Feeling ad 6715 as one. What is your favorite and least favorite animated movie?
0: Uh, Lion Holy King shit. and Lion King. <laughs> 20- <laughs> 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 fucking 94 and 2019. Done. Oh, God, it That's bothers funny. me that
2: it counts as an animated movie. God, that bothers yeah. me deeply. Oh,
3: God. My, my favorite keeps, like, switching. Like, some, sometimes it's Spirited Away. Sometimes it's The Incredibles. It's like, I, I'm not sure. I, I think right one. now I'm leaning more towards The Prince of Egypt, as my favorite, like I just really enjoy that really? one. Really, I think it's a really mature, like yeah. Story. I want to songs or bangers. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it.
2: Since yeah. Well. it, it it's, yeah, it's got some good songs yeah. in it.
3: I think it's excellent. Yeah, I, I,
1: um, I can't just say one. Yeah.
3: Yeah. As as for my least favorite, uh, probably Cars 2, because it's just like It's honestly like just as bad as everyone says it is. Yeah.
0: Worse than the good dinosaur.
3: Yeah, honestly, yeah. <sighs> I-, I would love to say The Good Dinosaur is the worst, because, like, saying Cars 2 is the worst is such a cliche, but, like, um yeah, it's it's just so awful. So have you seen Norm of the North? And just... <laughs> I have not seen Norm of the North. Have you seen uh, Ratatouille? Maybe... Cars 2. And you ah. know what? I actually preferred Ratatouille over Cars 2. At least it was half the length. You know length. What? I love Ratatouille. It was half the though. length. It was <laughs> <Ratatoying>. <laughs> kind of funny and how bad it was. So yeah. Cars 2, I just hate. I-, I think it's the fact that it's I Pixar agree. that like makes me hate it more. Yeah. It was the biggest classic.
2: notable decline, wasn't it? Yeah. That it was the start was of like Pixar's decline, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ratatouille 10 out of 10, masterpiece.
1: Yeah. This definitely like Food Fight is awful, right? still need to see that yeah (laughs) but but i mean like a mainstream like a big release animated movie that was like released in theaters i i gotta go minions or Um, morax like anything from illumination i think they they, they've they're responsible for making the youth of america dumber (laughs) Yeah. uh, and and their movies are awful like Ralph really, Shapiro Minions and Lorax here. specifically <laughs> <laughs> They are responsible Correcting the youth, I've been man. saying that forever Like, these these movies are so stupid They're so, like um, Fluff There's just nothing going on It's like total
2: junk yeah. food, it's total cotton candy One day, Minion fans are gonna be running the world They're gonna be running all the countries How do you know it's like, not so happening already? Find out the true effect How do you know <laughs> Boris isn't a Minion lover?
1: <laughs> They're brain dead <laughs>
2: True, actually. Yeah, good point. And by <laughs> Um,
1: my favorite, I'll go Toy Story or Incredibles, like anything for Pixar. Yeah, those two Incredibles are phenomenal. For me. And then that new Spider Man movie, The uh, Spider Man yeah. Into the Spider Verse. That's one of the best movies yeah, I've ever no, seen. Yeah, that's, no, that's up there. It's for phenomenal. Me. Yeah. For kids, especially. I think that's like. And uh, we talked about Nightmare Before Christmas. I think I would put that Love it. up there.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good pick for a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know. I know. Least favorite for me is probably Shark Tale. Um,
1: Interesting. <laughs>
2: really?
4: Um, Sh-
1: like, I, sure. Look, Shark Tale's bad, but I I don't hate it. Shark Tale's funny. Come on, you don't like a uh, Martin Scorsese? No, I find it funny. And- I find it
2: funny. Yeah. But um, I it's, it's I have a history with that movie. Um, oh. I just remember discovering it when I was younger and just being so repulsed by every decision they made. And that was yeah. even as the target demographic. Yeah. I just find it. So so embarrassing, like from from that era when DreamWorks were kind of like loosely copying like what Pixar was doing, you know, like yeah. the yeah. the warring like bug movies and the warring <laughs> fish movies, and just the character design alone is just so. <laughs> the Will Sh- I'll never forgive that Will Smith fish thing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Shark Tale is like a huge fucking meme on my channel because like I kind of ironically love it like it's awful but I just like every decision it makes is so baffling and incomprehensible that I just I, I love it I love the fact that Martin Scorsese voices one of the characters for some reason. Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. This is the bluff. And, like, <laughs> they just funny. do
2: things humans do, but they're fish.
3: That's why I like it. It's a mob movie, basically.
1: It's about, like, the mafia, but for some yeah. reason it's in the ocean. Like, it doesn't but need to fish. be, but yeah.
3: they're yeah. fish. I don't get it at all, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well,
4: yeah.
2: so if it wasn't that, it would be, like, Sing or something like that. Yeah, have A real uh, yeah. Sing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Something from them. You know what I saw recently from Disney... So like on the other end of the spectrum, you got like Pixar's like Incredibles on one end, and on the other end you got Chicken Little. Oh fuck! Oh, oh dude, that's a <laughs> really bad one. Chicken Little is it's really so bad. bad, and that is aged horribly. That is probably yeah. one of the worst Disney movies, like animated wise <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
2: aged. It is. Oh, I'm so glad you reminded is me of that because really I rewatched it. like really almost unwatchable. Years ago. How bad? Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> no, it's aged so badly. It's one of the worst aged films. <laughs> the it's jokes yeah. terrible.
4: <laughs> I'm
3: thinking about making like a full review of it it's, of Chicken Little. Yeah, so awful. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it dude, is it's,
1: it's pretty so... stupid.
3: Because there's there's so much to say. It does so many things wrong. Like it's it's a baseball movie that turns into an alien movie. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like and the humor's terrible, <laughs> every character's an asshole. It's just like the yeah, animation's right is hideous. Thing.
1: Chicken Little's like weird. Like it's such an unappealing character. Yeah.
2: Horrible character designs either. I can't
1: wait for the live-action remake of that one where Chicken Little like, has <laughs> a realistic look at Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking terrifying.
3: The, the, the best thing is, like, Disney posted, like, a tweet about Chicken Little, like, uh, get yourself a dad who, like, ah. believes you or something, and it's, like, everyone just, like quote-tweeted them, like, Chicken Little's dad is an asshole who didn't believe him. Uh, Yeah. They they were just, like, dragging the Disney Plus Twitter for, like, promoting Chicken Little.
1: (laughs) That's very funny. (laughs)
3: Good. Yeah, because everyone hates the dad character. Well, yeah,
1: because there's this scene in Chicken Little like, dad, you gotta believe me. There's aliens here. And then the, yeah. the dad in front of all these people is like, no, son, I don't believe you at all. <laughs> like,
3: yeah. what a dick. Yeah, the dad is horrible. <laughs> you don't believe your own son? <laughs> yeah. He's, like, concerned about his own reputation. And he's just yeah, what a jerk. just, yeah, get abused by the town. It's uh, just it's horrible. <laughs> just the fucking nightmare of a film, honestly. I, I kind of liked it as a kid, though, which I feel bad about. Like Yeah, me too. I, I but... had no taste
1: yeah exactly <laughs> I like Transformers as a kid yeah true yeah. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mr. Bump465 has this to say nice what is the oldest piece of physical media you'd be willing to hold on to I still have several VHS tapes lying around mostly due to nostalgia mm. have you done the same
0: yes mm. yeah
2: I got yeah some old shit VHS tapes yeah I got the odd VHS yeah. but I can't say I miss them they were they were pretty shit to be honest
4: yeah yeah there's they like a an nostalgic
3: having, like thing for it
0: i got lion king VHS. yeah
2: like having to uh oh, when you like forget, you forgot to rewind the movie so you gotta like yeah. sit there for five <laughs> minutes waiting for it to get to the start
3: i remember when my family first got a dvd player and i was just blown away that i didn't have to like fat, physically fast yeah. forward to a certain <laughs> scene i could just scene select it like oh my yeah. god this we're is the future, future. amazing yeah. But yeah, I don't know. VHS tapes are kind of charming though, like it, even if they're inconvenient. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I still have plenty of VHSs of like old movies I watched as a kid.
2: I always prefer floppy discs.
3: nice!
0: You always preferred what?
2: Floppy discs. Oh. oh yeah. You Did You those? watch
1: movies on floppy discs? I don't. Mm-hmm.
2: No, they know couldn't if fit a movie on. They were like.
0: No, you probably could. They weren't really used for, like, well, you could, fit,
2: you, could you, you might be able to fit an image of the poster on one. And that yeah. would feel like the whole thing. <laughs> that's
1: really low That is way yeah. before my time, floppy disks. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even tell you how that worked. <laughs> VHS is like around my time. Yeah.
3: My family had an old computer, so we had, like, some, uh, floppy disks and, like, we would put them in. But, like, I don't remember much, like, owning any specific floppy disks. I just remember seeing my dad, like, put them in the computer. And that's about it. They were quite a weird technology.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I tend to hold on to like, old games consoles more than anything. Uh, yeah. Old Game Boys and Wii's and stuff.
0: Yeah, sometimes you fucking have to because they're being yeah, assholes true. about their IPs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One even even if I were to emulate Kirby's Tilt and Tumble for the Game Boy Color, it wouldn't play the same because it literally has like the game cartridge has like a little ball inside of it for motion. So like in this like you have to tilt your Game Boy forwards and backwards you have to like lay it flat in your hands and you move Kirby by tilting your game and you like flick your entire Game Boy and Kirby jumps <laughs> and I still have it it was awesome <laughs> sentimental mostly if but...
3: only Nintendo would re-release it on the Switch that would be nice but mm-hmm. oh well
0: yeah they don't like people giving them money so
2: yeah I keep thinking about all the money I spent on like the Wii store the PlayStation cl- store PlayStation 3 is closing
1: in the uh, oh, yeah. like July yeah and PSP too.
2: And the Vita, Oops. don't forget.
1: Yeah, the Vita. The Vita.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh no, that's what I meant. The Vita. The PSP is so old. I
0: actually had that. Yeah. Yeah. The Vita was a disaster.
3: Yeah. I, I bought a Vita only to play Persona 4 Golden, and then a month later it got announced for Steam, so that didn't really <laughs> work out that's for me. Man. But oh well. I-, I-, I still bought like the other Persona games on the Vita, so it did end up having a use, even though I could wow. play them on the PSP. Are they assholes or what?
1: Like they knew that was gonna happen too. They just sold. They sold that anyway, yeah. knowing that they would release it on
3: Steam. That's brutal. yeah. It was rough. I mean, I mean, nothing prompted me. I was just getting into Persona more, and I just wanted to play like four. So I figured I would get a Vita for it. But then like this su- surprise announcement just on Steam. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was rough. I, I don't know. It- it's fine though. It's whatever. At least I own a Vita. I'm, I'm one of the ten people on the planet who does, so that's, that's <laughs> yeah. nice, I guess.
0: Yay. Proprietary um, storage. You can't pretty... You can't buy an SD card. You have to buy those stupid fucking $200, four gigabyte little cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. I worked at Best yeah. Buy at the time. Oh, so.
3: <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> yeah. I think mine came with the card, so that was convenient. I think the seller just oh, yeah. left it in there, nice. so yeah.
2: That was nice, yeah. Okay, let's end on this one from J Guy Man. Do you guys think there will ever be another billion dollar movie again? With a lot of theaters closed down and most people ultimately switching to digital only, do you think the big blockbuster crowd pleaser is gone for good?
0: Bullshit. That's an excellent it's question. It's just Christopher Nolan is just whining about nothing. He's honestly just so stupid. Yeah. They're already, so Warner Brothers with HBO Max, they've already announced in the past like couple of weeks. They're like, yeah, the 2021 model where they release in theaters um, simultaneously with HBO Max, we're not doing that next year. And they already have a contract with a theater chain that's like 44 days after they they have exclusive theater rights for, well, not exclusive, but like, you know, it won't go on HBO Max until like 45 days after it's been in theaters. So they're already going back to it next year. So Christopher Nolan was literally Mm -hmm. just whining about nothing the entire time. Even in a year yeah. when when he didn't have a movie being released. so <laughs> Yeah, because he's scared that theaters are
1: going to go away. He's such, such because he slowly seems like this... He's seeing this <laughs> yeah. turn toward
0: VOD, toward not shooting on film. And these are all... Yeah. He's a very cinema purist. Well, I totally understand what he's coming from. Fucking... Uh, Monster versus uh, King Kong Godzilla movie. Dumb, wingered film. Like, that mm-hmm. broke <laughs> pandemic records. Like, that, that made a good amount of money exactly. in theaters. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. back to where it was pre-pandemic. But despite them releasing simultaneously on a streaming service HBO Max, anybody could have torrented it. There, like People just decided they wanted to see it in the theater, and they did. Obviously, it's not mm-hmm. fucking going away. It's not dying. Like, maybe some ch- the smaller independent theaters will die, which will be very sad because I love those. But, yeah, it's not like... The industry isn't dying. Like it's, it's, not like Marvel's gonna stop making movies. It's not like fucking Disney Is gonna stop making big budget shit.
1: Yeah, COVID put a wrench in it for sure. They had to delay all these movies. Yeah. Even now, like they delayed Top Gun, because they just don't think the mm. movies are gonna make money now. They're not gonna get enough people in the theater. A lot of them are still at like capacity. It depends on where you are. Yeah. We're vaccinating.
0: Um, we're getting there. Yeah, uh, but uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Like in next G20 year and year after, countries. I think it'll get more back to normal. It might be a while well yeah. until a billion-dollar movie, but, um, you know, like, the Avengers movies always do great. I think those will do fine. They'll make a billion.
2: We're just in an unprecedented lull. It's Avatar 2. Avatar 2
1: is going to come out eventually. We keep forgetting about it. And 3 like and 4 <laughs> and 5. But, like, like you know, who knows? That could make a billion. Like, I just, know. Yeah,
2: I just feel like Avatar 2 is going to be fine. Uh, I don't yeah. know why my gut just tells me it's going to be huge, but... Uh-huh. I
0: think people want to return to normalcy anyway and I think like a way to do that is like, you know what I'm going to go back in a theater like fuck it I'll be doing that
2: Yeah it's going to be a novelty for a while
0: I want to go back to a theater too mm. there
1: haven't been a lot of great movies released either Chaos I walking. think cuz it's been delayed <laughs> you know cuz a lot of productions got delayed more as uh, like as next year rolls around and the productions start up again good movies will come out for like more more audiences you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. everyone will get the kind of movie they want and they'll be satisfied with it yeah.
3: everyone yeah everyone yeah it's like even yeah. then like I, I was someone who was like didn't really care about like movie theaters like before the pandemic i was like eh, i'd rather i prefer to watch movies at home but like now a year of doing nothing but watching movies at home it's like i do kind of miss the theater experience now that it's yeah, gone it's nice, i like David the shows. option
0: I like the choice of being able yeah, to yeah, do either. Yeah, chose.
3: <laughs> yeah, course. the option the option is definitely great, but yeah, yeah I, I do kind of miss uh, movie theaters, and I didn't expect to like uh, before the pandemic started. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would have preferred sure. to just watch them on home, but now it's like yeah,
1: I really miss them. It was part of my routine, like literally every week I went to go to see a movie in a theater, and it's like it's depressing not having to go to a theater. Like, <laughs> yeah it's good because you have the convenience it's like blockbuster Mm. like you have the convenience of watching a movie at home but i liked going to blockbuster too
3: that's true yeah
1: yeah, because it's nice. Because it's, you yeah. want to pick out the movie and look at the covers. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad. And
3: it's, like, depending on the audience, it's, like, I, mm-hmm. I sometimes like to experience a movie with an audience. Like, just, like, laugh yeah. at, like, jokes and, like, be, like, shocked by there stuff. There are certain movies that are much
0: better, especially yeah. comedies, like, with a big crowd. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just this nice, like, communal experience that, like, I kind of took for granted like before the pandemic and now i I really miss it i
1: love the theater experience no one bothers you the sound is usually great state-of-the-art equipment like i love seeing tenet last year no one that was one of the highlights last year i disagree last year fucking sucked (laughs) balls but like tenet was a highlight (laughs) because it was so exciting yeah
0: the sound is so good i love the film festival theater experience that's my preferred theater experience yeah
1: i met you at a sundance that was pretty cool yeah because I had never been to a festival before that. Yeah, like, oh, this is pretty cool. Do it cool. again.
0: Come to TIFF. Yeah. TIFF is great.
1: Yeah, I might come to TIFF. I wanted to go to Cannes last year. I think Yeah, I they accepted, didn't even do an online version. The fucking, you know, the pandemic came out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the film festivals online, I'm not about that at all. I'd rather see it in a theater. Because then, what's the point?
4: Well,
0: you have to be interested in the movies that they're screening, is the, the point. The movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, all, I'm yeah. all about the indie foreign directors, so... But like they're indie movies, I'm not interested in any of them. Oh yeah, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like that there, this is where I see like most of my favorite movies in a year, and so I'm like That's what I mean. Yeah. It's
1: more the experience. Like I like just going down and sitting down for two hours and watching something. Like I don't care what it is. Yeah. Um and, and Festival experience VOD is great. ruins that shit. I like the option. I don't think if you like if you prefer VOD, that's great. I think you should watch it that way. I like going to a theater and enjoying it that way because no one bothers me. Great sound, great picture usually get an audience that's at least like somewhat interested in the same thing you are right so they're gonna laugh and i miss that endgame was great seeing endgame with a fucking giant crowd yeah that
3: that was a that was a highlight for me too yeah
1: even though there was some asshole on his phone next to me i'm like hey jerk off (laughs) same and he was the
0: loudest (laughs) one and he was reacting to i was like he seemed to be like the biggest fan, but he also just wasn't watching yeah, the movie. At exactly, the same he's time. just passionate
1: about. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, man, but you got to put your phone away. Like, I'm trying to watch the movie too. Like,
0: he's
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. fucking yelling
0: in like in my ear.
1: Oh my god, it's Iron Man! I'm like, aren't you an adult? Yeah, that's Come why on. I prefer
0: festival crowds for movies. They usually, <laughs> they're they're usually not a lot of crossover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that type yeah. Of thing. But that's still like for the most part, it's great. People dressing yeah. up. Oh yeah, the comic book crowds. The one the one thing that we're never gonna get back is uh lining up for a big movie cuz now you just order it online. So like one of my um. memories is like Spider-Man 3, I fucking ordered a pizza in line, we were first in line, we were there for 6 <laughs> hours. I brought a portable battery powered oh, wow. DVD player. And we watched the first two Spider Man movies, me and my friend in line.
4: Yeah. That's awesome. One yeah. of my favorite, nice. like,
1: one of my most memorable moments is waiting online for Force Awakens. And then, like, a kid came by and said, Han Solo dies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. I- I'm glad we don't have the lines anymore, although I- I'm glad I experienced it when it existed. Yeah, yeah it was same. great.
2: Yeah. Okay, Fortune Duck has one. Have you ever looked yourself up on Rule 34?
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have. I didn't find uh, anything. It was a few years ago. I have not, personally.
2: (laughs) I think it was me being fucked by Cool Cat. Oh, interesting.
1: I'm going to look it up again right now. I'll I'll
3: give you guys an update.
1: Rule 34 is like a really pervy site. Like, I don't know much about it. Um, You know, I'm not a perv oh sure but apparently like what people make yeah, like sure, fan art yeah. of like <laughs> like everything basically it's just kind of sexualized right it's kind of that
2: yeah if there's yeah. A, if it exists there's porn of it i guess is the the joke
1: yeah exactly it's that kind of rule
2: okay
3: i, I looked it up i didn't find anything which that's a relief well, now that we're talking about it on a podcast, someone's gonna make it. So you've
0: yeah, um, especially true. with this audience yeah. we got. Holy fuck! Yeah, whatever. Oh, oh, dear.
2: oh well. Question was a You guys
0: are you guys are awful.
4: <laughs> you don't have to look at
0: it. It's oh, fucking freedom of speech. You can you have your own curated experience on the internet. Fucking you can decide to look weirdos. up these yeah. pornographic things or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a part of the human psyche I don't really go into very often. I don't want to know. <laughs> Yeah, and you yeah. can. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you can remain yeah. pure and innocent. I stay at. I stay at rule one. Right. I stay away from rule three. Rule, rule four. one. <laughs> rule one was we don't talk about four chan. Excuse me, but <laughs>
1: that's rule one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was. Anyway, mm-hmm. draw whatever you want. I don't care. I fucking. Uh, I guess I'll say it. I I did a, like a nude uh, pose for like a drawing class once. That was interesting.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, it was like
0: a model thing. That's interesting. Just for like one day.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't care. I'm like really not (laughs) easy to offend with any kind of sex nudity discussion or images or anything. So draw whatever you Mm -hmm. want. I don't care. The more the merrier. Yeah, as long as
1: you're not hurting anyone, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Just don't put it on the Reddit. (laughs) It's not...
0: so the place for it or or if you do tag it as not safe for work yeah tag it at least <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't Holy don't fuck. be that person i guess that's it for questions so i guess it's the time for me to recommend a film uh there's mm. a few that i had in mind but i'm i've narrowed it down to the one that i haven't seen yet so we're going to go with that one it's a uh, okay it's a film by, by noted, uncontroversial good person, Roman Polanski, called Chinatown, <laughs> starring Jack Nicholson and Faye Dunaway. And I have not seen it. Have you seen it? No. Mm-hmm. And I, I've Perfect. always
1: heard it was a great film, yep. but I didn't see yeah, it because Roman
0: Polanski's a pedo. Yeah, but well, now mm-hmm. I, get, I get to see it. That's great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but no, I wanted to see it because it's a great movie. Okay, so thank awesome. you. Yeah. So if you are listening to the show... And uh, don't want to be spoiled for Roman Polanski's Chinatown. See it before the next episode. These episodes come out every two weeks, but you can listen to them early as they're edited if you go to sardonicast.com and sign up for premium, $2 a month, or patreon.com slash sardonicast. Also, we got merch. Maybe you want some merch. Is there anything you would like to plug, Shea
3: uh i guess you can go to my youtube channel schaeferless productions um i do all sorts of reviews there and stuff like that and analysis videos uh you can go to um my friend chris has a channel space chris seven uh where he streams like playthroughs of games i also um appear on every like video there and uh we're like dubbing persona 5 as we play it so that's a ton of fun and uh (laughs) yeah check out my twitter as well schaeferless and yep that's about it awesome
2: Awesome. Thanks for thank coming on,
3: Thank you so on, much man. for joining. That thank was a lot of fun. Us. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, thank, you. Too. thank you so much for having me. It was really cool to talk to you yeah. guys. So, yeah. Whiplash was a great recommendation, too. Cool,
0: cool, cool. I'll check out
1: your stuff because yeah, I actually you. haven't watched it. So <laughs> I like film cool. stuff. There I you don't go. watch anything. <laughs> All yeah. right. Thanks for listening, yeah, thanks. everybody.
0: Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you.
2: Thanks, everyone.